Welcome to The Tome, a D&D news, reviews, and interview show, and I'm your Tome editor, Sam Dillon. And today, we are bringing you the World Tree Burns podcast, the official actual play 5th edition D&D podcast that takes place in the Cobalt Press setting Midgard. We hope you enjoy this season, and without further ado, let's see what Dan Dillon has in store for his players. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the World Tree Burns. We're here on Cobalt Press, and we're back today for another episode. Uh, just after the Thanksgiving break, all of us are here, and we're excited to get into today's episode. Uh, so let's do it. Oh, uh, in in other news, which um, I don't know if anyone knows, I haven't been on Twitter and posting things, but I did get married since last week. <laughs> um, so congratulations to me. Thank you. Yeah, congrats. Uh, Thanks, yeah. Um, we've got a wedding next year, but uh, because of immigration, we had to do it in 90 days, so we decided over Thanksgiving, while well, all of the family and friends were here anyway, to, to get it done! So yeah, that's that's Dang. my news. But let's go around the cast and crew. What news do you guys have? Uh, and who are you going to be playing tonight? Let's start with Dan. How are you, my friend? Hi, uh, I'm doing great. I just came back from a vacation myself. I didn't get married. Have been previously. That's all. Congrats. That's all news. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing super cool. Super new happening over here. I'm ready to play some D and D though. We're gonna we're gonna dive into some Midgard campaign setting for fifth edition D and D, uh, and maybe we'll fight some giants. It's really hard to say with these guys. We'll see what happens. Anything could happen. Uh, uh, speaking of which, McLoken, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Hi. How are you? Glad you got married. Uh, congratulations. I'm uh, in Minnesota. I'm not at my normal setup. I'm at uh, my dad's house because I'm not in the basement, though. I'm on the top floor because I'm yeah. cool like that. Big news. I'm going to pack you. I'm heading to Philly tomorrow. Uh, so much excite there. Uh, I'm uh, excited to see everyone and uh, give Dan uh, all the World Tree Burn hugs, so. Yay! Yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's right. I guess I'm going yeah, to pack you. I'll be playing Cloak today. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. All right. <laughs> that's it for me. That's all. We'll get back to McLoken later in the studio, but Scarlet Moth, how are you doing today? Good, now that I'm not choking on my toast. Uh, I did not get married. I'm, I would say I'm married to my work, but really I'm just married to my bed given how much I like to sleep. Uh, hi, I'm Moth. I'm playing Rowan, the Ravenfolk cleric of Wotan today. I am not going to Pax Unplugged and I am very sad about it, but I will do some stuff today in game. <laughs> to make up oh, for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Buddy, how you doing? I'm great. Uh, I also did not get married. I'm also not going to Pax U, but I'm not playing Rowan. I'm playing Edwin. Um, some things that did happen are I got a new car. I made yeah. my hair purple. You're playing Edwin? I, well, no, Edwin. But Edwin's like going off in the world today. So I figure so there's going to be a lot of Edwin. Landis. I know I'm playing Landis, but like I'm, I'm going to be inside Edwin a lot of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Landis slash like Enough. you know kind of Edwin um, and then I uh, yeah I got a new car I dyed my hair purple and I found out my spider Edwin is uh, a girl so those are the three yeah. big things also say, 
Say hi to Lily. Oh, hello, Lily. Oh, Lily. <laughs> She's wearing a sweater because she got shaved. I don't want to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold out there. Oh, fantastic. And of course, we have, uh, we have Sibley Jackson back of us today. Sibley, how you doing? Hi. That's a lot to catch up on. Let's see. Ooh. Still not married. Not going to PAX U. Not purple hair. No spiders yet. Do have a cat. She's leaving. What have you been she's doing? done with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Just leave. No. Uh, Thanksgiving. Um, coming back to stream tomorrow. So tomorrow is my big don't call to come back comeback. Um, and found out that apparently I still look like Allison Hannigan. Thank you, Twitter. Um, but other okay. than that, that's <laughs> it. That's all I've been doing. Just prepping to play more D&D in various uh, forms. And I'm excited. I'm excited to get yep. back into the potential giant fight, which, to be honest, Tilly is all about, who is who I'm playing. Um, our resident dwarf fighter, Tilly. She's got a shield and a warhammer and <coughs> all the excitement in the world. For everything so also i got commission for artwork from uh sweet rowan i'm excited Ooh. to make that stuff so yay check it out for that soon yeah yeah fantastic fantastic uh as for myself i'll be I playing like i also got an apartment and a car in the oh, meantime oh nobody cares about oh, your yeah. time's past i'm just kidding <laughs> you had to tell me myself <laughs> yeah well i got tea so there wow that's big news. Uh, yes, I'll be playing with Dan, the Dampier Paladin, who's... Uh, I don't think he was very keen on having an, uh, an ogre battle at all, actually, um, last time. But he's keen on their gold, so uh, hopefully we can get one and or both of those today. We'll see. Uh, but I'll hand over to... Oh, in fact, a little mini, not really an announcement, but just a, a, a note, as it were. We're only seven followers away here on a Cobra Press channel from a thousand followers. Uh, so Ooh. if you're watching it and haven't yet followed the channel yet, for whatever reason, uh, please take this moment to do so. And I don't know, there'll probably be something cool which happens at a thousand followers. I've been busy getting married. I don't know what's happening, but do it. Uh, I'll <laughs> hand over though to Dan, who does know what's going on, at least a little bit more than I do, I think. Uh, Dan, what happened last time on the show? And uh, let's dive into today's episode of The World Tree Burns. Yes. All right. Last time, uh, there was the aftermath of a giant and ogre bandit raid on the, the ship, on the Sinful Princess. Um, the crew repelled this attack, chased them into the woods, killed some stragglers, and tracked the grievously wounded hill giant uh, to this strange giant lair. Um, a couple hours travel through the woods away from the river where the ship is anchored. Um, Cloak and Puff Puff did some reconnaissance, found the giant lair, there were ogres, there was a strange ogre with all kinds of like scars and weird paint and a funny staff that had kind of a shamanic feel to them. Um, and there was this cave in a hillside where a voice echoed out of it that was clearly not a giant's voice. It sounded like a smaller creature, you know, hard, hard to tell exactly, but it definitely wasn't those big booming tones like you heard from the hill giant. And uh, the hill giant seemed a little afraid and kind of ashamed and sort of abashed and didn't want to go into the cave and get dressed down for uh, failing in its raid. But it did anyway. Um, and then everybody ran back to the ship and 
there was a lot of talking about various things, a lot of planning, uh, discovering of some poison. And right now, uh, Edwin is invisible, carrying the handy haversack, winging his way back toward the giant lair with orders to, I believe, steal as much treasure as he can fit in the bag and, uh, and then try to get away. <laughs> yeah, without getting caught. That's a key part of the order. <laughs> Well, you know, that remains to be seen. So uh, that is where we're going to jump in. What are the rest of you doing now that Landis has informed you that whatever plans you were making now have to take into account that Edwin is on his way to steal hopefully 100 pounds worth of treasure? Listen, uh, I'm sorry, Billy, guys, but you were taking too long. Like, it, it just this is, this is getting tiresome. So what you're saying is potentially you or Edwin could come back down that trail, and she's point where we're coming from, with a load of giant and orc potentially on its boat because it may not get through it fairly well. We should have been so using need... Edwin to steal for us from day one. Well, uh, this is only like day seven or something like that, so we haven't had a lot of time to let him steal <laughs> Okay. <things>. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so maybe, but he's invisible. And as long as they don't catch on to that, he should be fine. But he can warn me if they do end up chasing him. He'll warn me, and then we can plan an ambush. Maybe we want him to bring them back. This I reminds don't know. me that I need to pull up Edwin's stats just in case. <laughs> oh no! Important things like how many hit points he has. Right, continue. A lot. Oh, he has so many hit points. <laughs> All the hit points. Mm. Um, He's got more than me. <laughs> well, I guess uh, we're Cloak. Cloak uh, at this point would be uh, lowering, uh, <laughs> getting on a boat and like lowering it down. Like, I was supposed to go out there, so I'm gonna fucking go out there. So that's what I said. We're not I on the boat, though. I think no, we're he's on like... the tiny boat. No, 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 we are like, we went to go see their camp and then came back to like an opening or whatever where we thought we were semi-safe and might be able to rest. And I think we're talking in that clearing. Oh, no, uh, because I, I emptied the heavy haversack out and locked up all right. the things in. Yeah. Oh, did we go you, you back guys, to the shore? You guys went back to the ship, I believe, when okay. you heard the crewman Tam screaming in agony since he was getting his destroyed arm amputated. Okay. Right. Yeah. I think everybody how rushed how back uh, back aboard the ship. And did we rest though? Mm, yes. You guys took a short rest. Okay. Uh, Just a quickie. Mm -hmm. I, we took a long rest. I think we took a short rest and then we were had to decide if we were gonna do a long rest. Cause I got um, my spells back, but I we rolled dice. <coughs> like we I know we had the chance to do roll hit dice. You know, so it was a short rest. Yeah, that was that was before. I think you guys ended up taking a long rest once you got back to the ship because you'd been going basically all night, and I think everyone decided you weren't going to stay up and take exhaustion. So everyone went ahead and oh, took a right. long rest. So go oh, ahead and long rest. Thing. Yeah, re refresh everything you need that's that's done on a long rest. You're all good. Uh, I, and I so at this rest. point, yes. Dan, can I ask a yeah, can I ask a please. question um, about yeah. me personally? Um, do I like long walks on the beach? No. Uh, do I get to keep my temporary hit points until they're gone, or do they go away when I sleep or something? Temporary hit points always go away when you finish a long rest. Unless okay. you know, they say otherwise, but yeah. Good to know. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Nor do they stack. Got it. 
I can only kill one person. Got it. Rules tip. Temporary yeah. hit points. Them back. All right. Um, I have written that so many times in the past three months. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Edwin is fluttering his way over the canopy. Um, Cloak is lowering the rowboat down to uh, take it ashore, I assume along with Puff Puff. And is mm -hmm. anybody else going along with him, or is he just sort of one man showing this thing? Oh, no. Wait, Cloak's going back to the ship or somewhere else? Uh, Cloak is lowering the, the rowboat down off of the ship. Looks like to go ashore, since he just learned that Edwin went to the lair. Oh, no. No, I'm not doing that. I'm... No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, I've I've had my fair share of battle for one day. <clears throat> uh, how, I think I'll how long? It's several hours, right, from the from their lair to back to the boat. Didn't we say it was a couple uh, it's, hours? Yeah, it's it's roughly two hours, maybe maybe two and a half. Okay, everyone, listen. Edwin's going down there. It'll take him a while. He will be able to alert me the second they notice him, if they notice him. And then we have about two hours, maybe a little less, if they're rushing to set up an ambush, if they do head back here. So I don't know that we need to go all the way there, but maybe get onto the shore so we can set something up quickly at some point in the near future. I, I don't disagree, but I definitely think that we need to keep our eyes peeled because I don't know if they have a scouting oh, yeah. party looking for other ships on the water. Because they're not aware, right. obviously, that Edwin's you know going to be doing. Yeah, in there, they so could be definitely coming back at any minute. But yeah, they looked very clearly interested in what the ships are carrying on this river. So there might be somebody looking for another ship, and we're just going to be squat here, you know. So yeah. Right. Uh, so just to just to refresh, because I know it's been a couple of weeks, and Bertie, I know you rewatched the end of the video. The only orders Edwin was given was go steal treasure and then come back. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I was okay. I was just making sure that we all understood what was happening, and then I was gonna message him again. Sure, that's fine. Uh, okay, so currently everybody is just letting Cloak go off into the woods alone. Yes. Uh, the usual. Did, yes. Did Cloak <laughs> make clear what he was doing before he left? Oh yeah, him? like he was he was muttering. He was muttering under his breath the whole time as he went over and like started angrily lowering the boat down into the river. So I mean, it's very clear what he's doing. I think that's where gnomes come from. You know, they're like woodland folk, like squirrels and stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm, you don't want to sure tell that... him, and he's great at sneaking, as far as I've seen. So maybe he's just going yeah. to post and make sure we have an eye out. I don't know. I'm not very quiet. That's why I said I mean, I've I feel like my thighs have gotten three times larger walking on that sand in this armor, so I don't I'm not too comfortable getting off again. I'll stay on the ship for now. I would go with him, but I I'm fearful if I leave again there may be another medical accident. I mean we do have a lot of crew to account for just in case anything does go wrong. So having your hands for any sort of healing in the meantime might be helpful. Hopefully we'll hear I mean, back from he... Edwin Landis. Yeah. Landis said when at some point about what's going on over there. If I'm he sure, wants to I'm go, sure let's let him go. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll there talk to Edwin. Something. I'll make sure he knows to warn us. And then um we can 
stay here for a little bit, and then I think we need to plan something. I think an ambush was a good idea. Someone mentioned ambush. I think that if they do end up coming back, we'll have the upper hand. And that's good. The more we can kill one-on-one -on -one or before the rest of them get here, the better, right? And Cloak can, well, maybe we'll do this. Maybe he'll think, to, I don't know, he's gone already. Uh, maybe he'll think to like scout around a little bit to see if they've got any scouts out too, instead of just going straight there. I don't know. I never know what I that definitely kid is doing. <laughs> In a couple of hours, we could definitely set up a successful, you know, ambush with a couple of our crew out on the shore if they're coming back. Yeah. Okay, uh, so it sounds like you're going to try and uh, set up some hiding places in the woods just in case the giants and goblins or ogres or whatever uh, come back this way. So who would like to be setting up your your giant blinds? <laughs> Who's prepping I for definitely ambush? Will. Okay. I Especially mean, since it would be a ranged like attack. I'm busy, but I'm not going to be doing very much at all. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, so Riordan is helping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Tilly will help just... build blinds and whatnot, but she's going to be on the ship in case any, like, she'll, if they need any help lifting, moving, anything on shore, that's okay, but I'm not That's fine. I basically, I, I want to know who is hiding in the woods, yeah. since you said you're setting an ambush. Landis. Sure. And Landis, okay. <clears throat> uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm if you're debating going, you could do it if you'd like. I mean, we do have, uh, oh god, what's her name? On the ship, in case we need the medical assistance for Kaja. Kaja. Yeah. Yep, Kaja's on the capable. ship. Uh, she is, she is capable. She is not a high-level cleric. Um, as far as you know, you haven't seen her use any sort of healing magic. Um, she's used, you know, first aid skills. She apparently knows something about surgery. Um, so she is a skilled physician, herbalist, healer, but she is not a magically blessed or gifted one. Um, but she is competent. So, uh, Cloak, what's your plan? Just taking off into the woods after uh, after Edwin? Yeah, uh, on Puff Puff. Do you want to try and overtake him? He has a little bit of a head start on you. Um, the fact that he can fly over the trees uh, is in his favor, but uh, your woods craftiness allows you to basically negate that advantage of his because you weren't slowed down by the uh, by the terrain. Thanks to your natural um, explorer. Yeah, if he's not invisible, uh, he's I would totally invisible. Okay. Um, at this point, yeah, I would try to run up and then see if he interacts with me. Um, so... At some point, though, I, I will have okay. told him um, before this happens, I will have told him that Cloak was uh, right behind him and also that his mission is still to be as stealthy as possible and get in there and take the gold. But if he is found out before he's able to escape, that he needs to tell me immediately so we can prepare for anything that's coming with him. Got it, boss. Thanks, buddy. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, as you Rowan will and... go. Sorry. Rowan will go where? With Landis. Oh, okay. All right. So you're going to hide in the woods. Good deal. 
Yes. All right, Cloak. Uh, so as you and Puff Puff are bounding through the woods, uh, sort of, you're just giving her just a little bit of guidance, picking the easy paths through the brush and avoiding any hazards or, uh, or <clears throat> difficult passage. Um, and that, supplemented with her, ab- or her ability to take you with her when she teleports now, um, she can make ridiculously good time. Uh, traveling through the woods, particularly at a fast pace if you're not worried about being stealthy. So, uh, since uh, Edwin has been warned that you're coming, I'd say it's not very long at all, maybe 10 minutes tops, uh, before you see the little glittering form of that red-skinned imp with your satchel sort of slung over its shoulder, uh, and his wings are fluttering, and he's just sort of hovering next to a couple of pine trees up ahead. Okay. Uh, in Infernal, I go, hello. Uh, he kind of grins broadly, showing the little flecks of gemstone chips that are embedded in the, the gold and silver between his teeth, and he uh, he responds in Infernal as well. Well, hello. Boss told me you were coming. Are you, uh, you in on this little heist? Is he always that impatient? He is not known for his forward planning, but his decisions are decisive. Yeah, but we were planning. It's a, it's a, well, well, let's walk and talk, and then like kind of ride along and have a conversation with him. Uh, sure. But be like, yeah, I mean, like we were like, oh, this is our plan, and then he just like, oh, we just sent him off. And this is all in infernal, by the way. So mm-hmm. he just, sure. we, just, we sent them off. Blah 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 blah. And I don't know. It's a, I don't know. Just impatience. Mm. Well, you know. I- Hey man, I just work here. Uh, he's the boss. <laughs> you know how it is, right? Uh, you know, contract's a contract. What are you gonna do? Well, yeah, that's really true. So, uh, but, uh, my, my my plan is to turn invisible, sneak inside, and get out with some of the good stuff. What's your plan? Uh, I was going to. Um wait at uh, the spot that I was at before um, and see if we can, um, or at least, you know, wait out for you to see if everything goes well. And then if I have to break in, if I need to get you out of there, because I can, I can go pretty much unseen. But, hmm. but that was okay. my plan. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, I just—I don't know what's inside the cave, so I don't know if it has the ability to see something invisible. So I'd be worried about. Gosh, I sure hope not. You know, it's just even though you're invisible, you should hide like you are. You can be seen. Oh, oh, believe me, I, I yeah, it's no problem. <laughs> and once you come back, tell me what was in the cave because I think it might be a dragon. I do. Really? Well, I mean, it's, it didn't sound like a, a giant. It didn't sound like an orc. And what could orchestrate orcs, giants, and... Uh, not orcs, ogres. Giants and goblins all together. Probably working for a dragon. Possibly. Or they'd be oh, working for something else. I don't know. That is a little disturbing, but it makes a, a crazy sort of sense. So, great. Fantastic. Can't wait. All right. Well, let's just get there and see what happens. Yeah. 
So he uh, he kind of like settles down and grabs hold of the uh, the pommel and just kind of like hunkers down on Puff Puff's back in front of your saddle, grabbing onto her armor, and uh, kind of shimmers and fades away. He's still there. He still chats at you occasionally, but he just turned invisible, grabbed onto Puff Puff. Yeah, and we're just kind of going uh, yep. full speed through the forest. Okay, uh, so you know that you are approaching relatively close to the lair. Uh, after about two hours or so, um, maybe a little less if you're pushing it at a fast pace. Mm-hmm. Um, not a fast pace. Um, probably a good steady pace. I don't want. Okay. If we have to run fast out of here, I want to save the our stamina and all that kind of stuff for then. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I would so, get to the point where we can sneak up and watch the camp. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a. Dexterity stealth check, please, and a wisdom perception check. Uh, that would be an 18 for uh, stealth. Okay. And perception is 19. 19. Let me... All right. So as you're approaching, you, uh, you slow your pace, and you begin taking a more circuitous route through the undergrowth, taking care not to bring yourself out into any obvious sight lines, slipping through the the bushes and the fallen trees. And as you're sort of circling around, staying near the path but not on it, you catch a glint of metal uh, that catches uh, a stray ray of sunlight up in the trees ahead of you. Oh. Uh, I I tell Puff Puff to hold and like whisper very quietly something there hold on and then kind of like disappear into the brush with all three of them or all the other two all three of us disappear into the brush and i want to sneak up on the uh where i see the glint of metal okay so you uh you kind of slip into a wide circle uh, around and you end up coming up behind this area uh which is sort of at a not exactly a clearing that the path is is following through but just sort of a thinner spot in the forest and coming from the uh, essentially from the north and circling back down you can see up in the trees small figures and uh, what you saw was probably a glint of sun on a weapon or a piece of armor. Uh, and you can see five of them. They are mm-hmm. up in the sort of, uh, I don't know, 10 to 15 foot or so, uh, depending on which one you're looking at, uh, branches of some trees. And they are draped in um, this loose twine netting that is fixed with all sorts of leaves and sticks and foliage basically sort of like homemade ghillie suits mm-hmm. and they're uh they're they're camouflaged up in the trees watching the path um can i see what kind of race they are um how did you do on your perception 19 19 okay yeah uh yeah you can tell that they're goblins okay uh, I kind of look like a puff puff and wherever Edwin is, I don't know if he's looking at me and I like point up and point them out and then probably point across the way and probably be like, you know, making hand signals wherever, um, figuring they probably got both sides. I don't, I can't tell if anyone's over there, but I definitely see these ones. And so that we need to be quiet as we like sneak past this part. Okay. No problem. You're just going to leave the goblins as they are and keep heading on toward the lair. For right now. 
Okay, no problem. Uh, you leave them behind, none the wiser to your presence, as far as you can tell. And uh, after a short creep through the woods, you find yourself, at this point, it's probably late morning, creeping up on noon. Uh, so the sun is basically damn near straight overhead, just kind of streaming down. It's a relatively mm -hmm. clear day. Uh, and you can now see the low hillside in the broad daylight that you saw the night before with the cleft in the rock leading back into darkness. Mm -hmm. um, the bonfire is, um, it's burnt down. It's basically smoldering, but it's still hot, giving off some smoke. Um, mm -hmm. but it doesn't look like it's been tended, uh, and you don't see any creatures in sort of the immediate, uh, clearing area in front of the cleft. Okay. I, like, uh, hunker down, I'm looking around, I kind of whisper to Edwin, I'm like, okay, go do your thing, um, and don't lose my back. Sure thing, that's, a uh, top priority, and you hear, <laughs> And the wing beats sort of <clears throat> fade and flutter and then are gone. Uh, Lance, as you and Rowan are setting up your ambush, uh, you have plenty of time to just sort of hunker in and chat and wait. Uh, after the requisite amount of time that you would expect passes, you feel a tingle in the back of your mind and you hear Edwin's voice. Okay, boss, I'm at the place I'm going in. Okay, just be careful, Look. be safe. Cloak thinks it might be a dragon. Wish me luck. Oh, okay. Uh, good luck. Have fun. I also forgot Bye. when Rowan went along that Landis was not happy to be with her one-on-one. <laughs> -on -one. Oh. No, Landis Whoops. keeps the conversation very surface level and like will it's not like, get past the weather like, and shit like that. Oh, oh nice nice weather, hey. We yeah. this time of year. Will not engage. Nope, will not. <laughs> okay. Uh so um are you watching through Edwin's senses or are you just gonna let him go and hope for the best? Uh I think that I would want to be able to watch. But I'm gonna tell Rowan Rowan, listen, I'm going to be in Edwin for a second. I want to make sure he's staying safe. Please keep a, a really, really sharp eye out. And the second you see movement out there, sh shake me. And that I can do. Okay. Okay. So, uh... Landis, you concentrate for a moment, and your perceptions fade with that strange displaced feeling and that almost uh, almost vertigo-like lurch. And when you um, open your eyes again, they don't see out of your own crystalline optical receptors. You are seeing through that weird, wall-eyed, slightly distorted vision of, uh, of Edwin's eyes. And you see yeah. him sort of fluttering through the clear sky down towards this rocky crag jutting out of a hillside. Uh, he's flying over this clearing that is basically all trampled mud. You see there's a kind of a pit off to the left side of the, the clearing near the fire pit where there is just bones and refuse and bits of carcasses and you're pretty sure you see like a mostly gnawed humanoid arm stuck down in there along with just all kinds of other unrecognizable horribleness 
Yummy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's um, a little bit in the way of rudimentary furniture, like boulders and rocks that are maybe roughly flat that have been dragged over near the fire pit, as well as some um, roughly split logs that are pushed down into the mud flat side up that it looks like uh, people have been using as benches. Or giants okay. or goblins have been using as benches. So uh, as Edwin approaches the mouth of the cave, you can see that there are these dark brownish blackened smears on both sides of the, uh, the stone entrance. And they are strange letters or glyphs or symbols smeared onto the rock. Um, looks like some of them are quite old. Some of them seem to be a little more fresh and those have a more reddish brown consistency. Since I have eyes of the rune keeper, can I read Ooh. any of it? Yes. Uh, so you don't um, you don't actually like know what language you're reading. Just you just understand mm -hmm. the meaning of it. Okay. So the meanings of these are dire warnings and curses and promises of terrible death and bodily harm to uh, to anyone who passes. Cool. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can see that there are bits of cracked bone hanging from uh, little bits of string with uh, that are affixed to the rock by nails or spikes driven into the stone and like kind of festooning the entrance. Uh, he flutters his way inside and it is uh, a little jarring at first as he goes from sunlight into dark cave. There's this moment of just blackout and then his, um, do you see through your senses? I guess you're seeing through his. So his dark vision, his devil sight, uh, causes the darkness to roll back, and you can see the black and white uh, presence of this corridor back into the back into the natural cavern, sort of honeycombing their way through this hill. Uh, you can see that the floor is just thick with mud that's been tracked in from outside, but that pretty quickly thins out and it becomes a uh, sort of a damp stone floor. He flutters his way in and uh, you can immediately hear the echoing rumbling of rocks falling or uh, uh, maybe, maybe like uh, the tail end of a cave-in until a few seconds pass and you're able to sort through it. It sounds like breathing and snoring, deep and rumbling and echoing through the cavern. Wait, so something is snoring that sounds like a cave-in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. This is so wonderful. I love everything about this right now. All right, so, uh, so he flutters his way inside and comes to sort of a split in the tunnel where it lies, kind of off to the left and off to the right. He pauses a moment, sort of flutters one way, and then flutters back the other way and says, what do you think, boss? Just pick one and go, or, uh, or what? Can, you, can, we tell, can you tell which direction the snoring is coming from? Uh, I think it's coming from the left. It, there might also be some from the right, or it could be echoes. It's hard to say. Uh, okay, I say go away from the monster first and see if there's any treasure down there. And then we'll come back and go to the monster if there's not treasure down there. Okie dokie, sounds great. Away from the monster. I like it. 
So he uh, veers to the right and flutters down that tunnel. Um, you can hear dripping water and see that there's uh, moisture kind of collecting on the ceiling of the tunnel. And there are uh, these prickling myriads of tiny stalactites that have begun to form and drip down onto the, uh, the cave floor. Um, he flies his way in for maybe about 50 feet or so, and you can see that there are these cracks in the rock that kind of form off into side corridors or chambers, and he stops and peeks into one, and you can see that there are um, pallets on the floor that look like they're made of uncured animal hide, looks like bear, maybe, and uh, like piles of leaves and sticks and straw and other nastier things that you're not sure you want to identify. And you see three large shapes, uh, humanoid, but muscular and fat and bloated, uh, just kind of loosely draped in more of those untanned animal hides as loincloths, just sort of sprawled on these pallets. And you can hear some of that rumbling, snoring echoing from this cavern. And he sort of looks around, his, his vision pans across, wiggles left and right real quick, and then he zips back into the hallway and continues down. Good Up plan. Ahead, you can see glimmers of firelight that are cutting into his dark vision and actually resolving into color. So you can see this faint, flickering, ruddy glow up ahead. Oh, okay. I say, I say go towards the fire, but stay way high out of direct vision. As high as I can. This tunnel's getting yeah. a little smaller, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. do it. Just as high as you can. Sure, 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 sure. So, uh, he goes a fluttering in, and the light looms brighter. I'm going to make a stealth check for dear Edwin. Interesting. Okay. Uh -oh. uh, he comes up onto an, uh, a widening cavern, and you can see that although it is still kind of slick and there's moss and slime kind of growing on the walls, uh, the stalactites at the ceiling here are slightly larger. Um, clearly they've been forming much longer. And again, there's no stalactite growth on the floor. It looks like that's either been washed away, hasn't been allowed to accumulate, or big Well, Dan, giant obviously... Feet. No, there's definitely not stalactite growth on the floor because those are called stalagmites. It would be stalagmites. There you go. Yep. Uh, okay. There's none of that neither um, for whatever reason. Uh, in the chamber, you can see that there is actual furniture here. It's fairly rough hewn, but it is put together with some degree of competence and craftsmanship. So reed doesn't look like giant work. Uh, and it's also arranged more for like medium and small creatures, not for large or huge like the ogres or the giants. So you can see a table with some benches around it and there are actual plates. It's not exactly tidy or neat. There's a lot of old food scraps just sort of piled up on it. You can see there's a crate nearby that has wine bottles and several of those are empty and, and or smashed and just kind of like up against the corner. Um, there is a larger fire in the back of the chamber that is uh, adding some warmth and this kind of smokiness to this whole, this whole room. On the other side, there are a bunch of different crates and casks and barrels and chests. Um, some of them look like they've been there for a while. They've kind of swollen with the, the moisture and the water that's dripping on them. Others look like they're there more recently. They're kind of spattered with mud. Um, and there is a thick, like, it looks like a tapestry 
that's pulled across a a, a um, almost like a not exactly an archway, kind of a natural arch toward the back of the chamber, uh, strung across it like a curtain. Uh, it is a tapestry that depicts. Um, it looks like the dark. Uh, stone edifice of Castle Shadowcrag, and there's a battle uh, raging at the foot of the castle near a bridge over a river. You can see knights on both sides doing battle, and um, it's actually pretty well rendered. You can see what look like Gearforged, who are leading the charge across the bridge into the Dark Armored Knights. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are... Snatches of conversation echoing from behind that tapestry. You can hear a deep sort of uh, guttural voice. Do you... You don't speak giant, right? It's just Tilly? Uh, I do not speak giant. Okay. However. So... However, sir. However. However. I am, since I can cast touch spells through Edwin, I am going to, as Edwin, touch my little shoulder and do a little wiggle. And I can now understand what they're saying because I cast tongues. Um, okay, uh, so you would you would cast that basically on yourself. Edwin wouldn't understand yeah. it, but you would by right. hearing it through yeah. his through his yeah, yeah. through his uh, through his ears. <clears throat> okay, so uh, as you're listening to this guttural voice speaking giant, you uh, you whisper your your arcane incantation, and then the um, the voice kind of crackles with this almost sounds like static this kind of pipping sound, and then the meaning becomes clear to you. The deep guttural voice is saying things like, <sighs> Rothgott got four ogres killed and maybe the river troll. Hard to say. They're very hard to kill, but we haven't heard from it. Might have just swum off if it really did get smashed as hard as they said. And uh, then you hear this sort of <sighs> snarling growl, and another voice, um, speaking giant as well, says, well, you patched Rothgut up. It'll be a shame if I have to rip his head off and feed it to you. I want to know if that worthless, slime-ridden, worm-sucking troll is still out there. And if it is, I want it back on the job. I want you to put another raiding party together, and I want you to take them out there this time. You and your fancy magic. Now maybe you'll be able to get something done and take Rothgard with you. And if you don't come back with anything, don't come back at all. Hmm? And uh, you hear the sort of uncomfortable shuffling and uh, and and the deeper voice says, "There's, they have strong warriors and wizards." He kind of stumbles over the word a little bit on the boat. It uh, it it made fire, did all kinds of, and then the the smaller voice sort of cuts it off and says, "I'm not." interested in your excuses. I thought you carried the magic of your blood. Why don't you get out there and earn your fucking keep? Mm. 
And so uh, there's like a big lump sort of shuffles back into the tapestry and fluffs it out a bit. And you can see a big meaty hand kind of reaching back to pull the edge away. And it says, uh, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go find uh, another group. We'll, we'll see. We'll get, don't worry. We'll, we'll get more. It's, it's fine. And so an ogreish form shuffles its way out, kind of like waving one hand and holding this staff decorated with bones and feathers and uh, like rough crystals in the other. And it turns around and uh, you can see that massive scarified rune on its chest that uh, that cloak might have uh, might have told you about and the sort of what looks like probably dried blood and various different pigments kind of daubing these markings on its face neck uh, chest shoulders down its arms and it starts to um tromp along uh edwin flutters to the side to get out of its way and his wing flex against one of the stalactites and he kind of yelps and and loses his uh loses his lift for a second and stumbles and the ogre kind of <sighs> straight up and is looking basically right at you a little bit past you and its eyes begin to dart back and forth set back in its skull and it tilts its head to the side and says Kronathras smacks the rune on its chest, which bubbles and boils as if it were suddenly red hot, and his eyes flash. And I would like you to roll initiative for Edwin, please. I dismiss Edwin. I need you to roll initiative then. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, There's no winning. Uh, I dismiss myself. <laughs> 13. 13. I retire from this game. Mm. Uh, all right. Quickly burns character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the ogre, the ogre grips its staff, twists it in both hands, screams a word in giant, which, um, you still have tongues up, so you understand that he basically... Uh, he is invoking the depth of winter and the breath of Boreas and thrusts the staff forward and a arctic blizzard blast of sub-zero air and ice bursts out from him up towards the uh, your vision. And... <laughs> your vision goes black and you feel your connection to Edwin sever instantly. <laughs> and your senses drift back to your body. Uh, yeah, I'm yes. going to jump okay, like okay. that immediately uh, and just scream at Rowan. And say, he's dead! They got him! Oh my god, they saw him and he's, he's they blinked him out of fucking existence! Okay, they have an ogre guy and he's a wizard, or not a wizard, he's, I don't know, a sorcerer. Uh, there's just so many what things happening right now. What did you hear? What did you hear? Oh, oh, Did oh, what I heard. Yes, that's very important. No, uh, well, yeah, at some point during that process, I did. Um, but, okay, so there is, they are gathering another party. They're going to bring back the giant. They've got this uh, guy with them that has a staff, and he does magic, and they said magic in his blood, so I guess he's a sorcerer. Um, they have a boss. Yeah, but there's, 
Okay, we gotta prepare an ambush, and I have to make sure Edwin is okay, and I don't know where Cloak is, and I can't send him a message. I can send him a message. Send him a message! Okay, uh, I'm gonna do Damn. sending to... Yes, sir! Uh -oh. Did I hear any of that? Um, Make me a wisdom perception check. He's pretty far inside there. Uh, 18. No, unfortunately. So, yeah, you're just kind of, mm -hmm. you're just kind of waiting. <laughs> waiting, waiting for the good boy to get back. Okay, uh, Rowan, you're casting Sending to Cloak? Yes. <clears throat> All right, what would you like to send him? <clears throat> okay, let's think about these 25 words. Edwin Crushed. Just because I think that saying gone is not really telling enough. <laughs> you just read that. <laughs> being prepared. Giants and ogres will move to attack. Need your assistance. Desperately. Meet us in the forest now. Signed, Rowan. Alright. That's that's the 25-word message that, uh, Cloak, you hear Rowan's voice repeating that message in your mind. <clears throat> and uh, um, you know that you can point... reply. You can reply to her if you want. Yeah. Uh, what happened to my bug? Okay, I have to go get my bug. Uh, and then the message stops. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> okay. I want to. Uh, I am immediately working on attempting to reconjure Edwin. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can. You can cast. Uh, you don't know. <laughs> uh, you can cast find familiar again. I believe you can cast it as a ritual. So as long as you have the components, which I believe you still need. So you need an iron brazier and uh, various incense and such worth, I want to say 10 gold. Herbs and yeah. incense worth 10 gold. Yeah. I have those things. I have an, yep. I have an iron I would definitely, I would, I would definitely keep that kind of stuff with me if, like, because this is something yep. I probably do fairly often. Sure. Righto. Uh, so that's going to take you, what is it? Something on the order it's of an hour. Uh, yeah, so it'll cost you uh, an hour and 10 minutes, basically, since you're casting it as a ritual. So yep. that's fine. Yeah, no one <laughs> would get here that quick, anyways. So I say, I'm going to get him back. And I just kind of like. So yeah, you'll probably like have to go back to go, go back to the ship to get your stuff together and uh, oh. that sort of thing. Oh, then I'll and tell then everyone else what's going on too first, and then I will <laughs> go yeah, to my you need cabin. Like a, you need a brass brazier and coals and incense and all that stuff, and you need to chant over it for an hour and and then he'll come back. Okay, uh, so that's happening. That message is delivered to the rest of you that uh, that Edwin was killed by, by a strange magic-wielding ogre, and Landis is going <laughs> to resummon him. Cloak, what's your plan? 
<clears throat> um, I look at Puff Puff and I go, uh-huh. back. Uh, take the long way around if we're the goblins. Uh, I'm gonna go get my bug. She uh, she kind of furrows her little doggy eyebrows and and says, "Are you sure that's wise? They killed the invisible devil." You know they collect treasure, so it'll probably uh, still be there if you come back with the rest. I hit it when you use wisdom on them. It's no fair. She kind of, okay, she kind of lulls her tongue Let's... out in a doggy grin. <clears throat> All right. So she turns uh, and starts heading back can, into the forest. Do you want to... Wait, wait. Do you want to kill? What? Hmm? Or, wait, hold on. Do you want, let's kill the goblins. She sort of tilts you her head kill the goblins? and says, I mean, is there any reason? Well, either we kill them now or they're going to try to kill us later. Well, Are we uh, it's a fire. I do have this alchemist fire. It's another risk, but if you really want to, I suppose, we run the risk of ogres or giants or other things hearing us. Hmm. I actually have a, a, a really crazy idea. Let's go deep into the woods and like a little bit further down the trail. And um, what we'll do is, you know, okay, hear me out. Magic casters generally want to stay in the back of the fight. So if we wait and then sneak up behind them, because we, with me, we can, we can sneak at a normal pace. Uh, instead of being all slow and cautious, because, you know, I know the way, because I'm pretty awesome. Um, so, um, what what we could do is that, you know, we kind of keep pace with them, and then uh, if, if we're going to send another troop with them, then we can sneak up and uh, ambush the magic one from behind uh, and take care of him. Uh, do you think he'll be alone? No, I imagine he's probably going to have ogres and all that kind of rushing forward. If I, if I was going to use some sort of strategy, I would imagine that that's how they would do it, right? But he would be in back because he's in charge and he's like a magic caster. Because, you know, like it's like glass. Glass always hung out in the back. So it might be a good tactic to do. It seems... It seems very impatient to try and take any of them on by ourselves. No, 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 no. We wait for them to get to where they want, and we're going to follow them sneakily. And then, when they're oh. busy in combat... Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's better. As long as we don't it's get seen. It's actually the opposite of impatient. Right. Yeah, but we're going to be able right. to keep into the forest and keep your eye on the path. All right, then. All right. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, you're going to basically back off and watch for um, whatever is going to be coming out of that lair, right? Um, no. What basically what what I'm going to do is, um, yeah, I'm going to wait for something when they start coming out of the lair and see if they're going to take take the path. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so, it, like, take the path um, that uh, that they took 
the original time. And then as soon as I know they're taking that path, I would kind of stealth off into the deeper into the woods and take the long way around. Okay. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to be hidden in an area where you can see them, but not be seen back. So why don't you go ahead and give me a um, dexterity stealth check to see how well hidden you can remain. Uh, I'm also going to cast Pass Without Trace as soon as I see anyone, but um, right now I pa- don't pass without tr- Pass Without Trace only uh, lasts for an hour, so yeah. Yeah, that's why I would wait until I, someone was coming and then use it. Uh, but right now it's 19. Okay. No, right now it's a straight up roll. Yep, okay. Got it. All right. So uh, while you uh, you kind of back off and hunker in, and uh, so you just sort of settle down to wait. Uh, you can hear some activity coming from the lair, some shouts and the like, and some calls kind of going back and forth. Um, and you see after maybe 10 minutes or so, you can see uh, ogres coming in from the woods from other directions and heading towards the cleft. And you see a few other ogres come out and they start kind of milling around and talking and it looks like they're gathering up weapons. Okay. Um, after another- uh, I still wait until oh, sorry, go ahead. They, yeah. people start approaching. Okay. Uh, so uh, after uh, yeah, another- yeah, I'm just waiting until they start approaching that trail. Yes. Uh, after another half hour or so, you see them just kind of hanging out in front of the in front of the lair. Uh, after a little while, the goblins get down out of their perches and head back over and start talking. You see a few more goblins come out of another section of woods, uh, and eventually you see the giant kind of shoulder its way out of the cleft and uh, and lumber into the light of day, kind of squinting under the sun. And um, the scarred ogre with the staff comes out and begins talking to them and kind of pointing off into the woods and giving instructions. Uh, And then they sort of settle in for a bit and it looks like they're just kind of gathering in the clearing and they look like they're hunkering in to just kind of wait. Okay. I sit and wait and watch them. Okay, uh, you will probably spend, uh, let's say, a, an hour passes. They they seem to be making no signs of heading out. Does it look like they're setting up defenses at all? Not exactly. No, um, it looks like they're being watchful, but it looks like they're they're also just kind of gathering defenses in the you know defenses in that they're bunches of giants in front of the cleft itself. Um, every now and then, some of them go back into the cave or come back out. You know, there's movement, there's there's talking, that sort of thing. But they're definitely not getting ready to head out yet. After after you know, hour hour and a half. Okay, uh, I, I hunker down and keep waiting. Okay. Um, Have you sent us any more word? He can't. Uh, can't send <laughs> off, I guess. I mean, he can send Puff Puff. It'll take her two hours to get back. 
Um, so yeah, uh, if you're just going to hunker in and wait, uh, another couple hours goes by. Um, it's probably mid-afternoon at this point, two, three o'clock, and they still don't look like they're getting ready to head out. Uh, occasionally they send a few... Is it like midday? Of, uh, it's like two or three o'clock in the afternoon now. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Because um, I know that they're eventually going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start uh, kind of disappearing into the woods uh, with Puff Puff and going around and getting like maybe about like 20 minutes away uh, and then uh, telling Puff Puff... Um, to kind of like take this trail in the woods uh, to remain unseen uh, and then cut out into the path maybe after about 10 minutes um, and, be, and then cut out to the path and then book it all the way down and try to find um, Landis, he smells like rust and then uh, uh, Rowan she smells like, what do girls smell like? I don't know what they smell like so uh, go there, uh, I'm gonna stay here and uh, keep watch and then if they start coming this way um I will somehow let everyone know. I don't know. But uh, let them know, and then meet me back at this point. Okay. Uh, Puff Puff heads off into the woods and uh, starts running back toward the ship. And so then I just, like, look down the trail and see if I I just kind of wait and see if I see any signs of, like, movement or anything like that. And, like, I put, like, brush over me and, like, kind of blend in with the uh, surroundings. Got it. I look like a, uh, all right. a bush with mushrooms. So, uh, at this point, probably around five, closing in on six o'clock, those of you who are ambushing in the woods. Uh, so, yeah, Rowan and Landis. Uh, I guess it's just Rowan at this point. Landis went back to the ship. Um, Edwin, your ritual, uh, he, he reappears after an hour or so when you complete your ritual. Uh, the swirling smoke and flame bursts out of your brazier and he appears kind of stretching and uh and flexing his wings out of the coals I scream and, and uh, grab him and hug him and he, say i'm uh, so sorry i didn't need to send you to your death i'd probably try harder next time are you okay he kind of yipes a little bit as you wrap your arms around him and squish him. He goes, hey, yeah, 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 it's it's good to see you too, boss. I mean, you know, going going back to the uh, to the hells is never super fun. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm fine. It's, it's okay. Okay. Do you have that bag still? Oh, Does no. Does it go with you? No. Oh, no, God. No, 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 oh, God. No. Okay. No. I need you to do a thing for me. Uh, now, I'm pretty sure my body froze solid and then probably shattered and dissolved into ichor and probably then evaporated. So the bag's still there. Oh, sorry. okay. Cool. Um, you feel rested? Are you feeling okay? Because I could really use a favor at the moment. I mean, I'm fine. Yeah, what do you need? Cool. You want to head back and try to grab that bag for me? <laughs> <sighs> I guess. <laughs> Hope you got more incense. And he starts fluttering his wings. Cloak is still there. Yeah. I'll tell him also, Cloak is still there. And I don't know if he knows what's going on. So maybe uh, give him a heads up too. (laughs) Just let's let's try to avoid avoid all the ogres this time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, I'll do what I can. Uh, If the... um... If, you know, the big, crazy, scarred-up ogre saw him, I'm not sure Cloak's there anymore, but I'll, I'll see if I can find him. Okay, bye. And okay, he, uh, bye. he flies off toward the north. I love you. I'm sorry. 
Hey. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, right. So, um, Rowan, still hanging out in the woods? I guess so, and getting nervous that I can't see. Okay, so hours are going to, Yeah, yeah, hours pass by. Um, noon comes and goes. You're, it's getting into afternoon now. Uh, still nothing. Uh, but if you're content to just sit and wait before... Uh, it's probably getting close to, at this point, six o'clock. You can see the golden shimmer of Puff Puff uh, making her way down the trail. Uh, puff Puff. Oh, hello, Rowan. Cloak sent me to find you. What's happening? What? Where is he? Well, uh, so Cloak is hidden... Um, they had they had they hadn't found him at least when I left. His plan was he was going to follow them from uh, a distance and then try to ambush the spellcaster ogre. That sounds so weird from behind. But they weren't coming. Uh, your message said that they were going to come and attack the ship. They really uh, weren't. They didn't look interested in coming at least not immediately. They were mostly just kind of gathering up out in front of the cave. There's a lot of them. The last time they attacked was late in the evening. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they are waiting for that. Could be. They seem to be saying something about trying to do it properly. Attack us properly this time. And seem to be sending mm. another giant. That doesn't sound good. Also, Edwin was dispatched of, and right. I'm not sure what that means for the bag. Cloak almost went back in to get the bag. I think I talked him out of it, but I'm a little nervous that he's going to try for it while I'm not there. I am nervous that he thinks he can ambush an ogre, or however many ogres, by himself. Well, his plan was because he'd expected, because this one was a wizard or something like that, that it would be in the back and he'd be able to sneak up behind it while the front ones were fighting. I'm not, I'm not so sure, especially since they do not seem to be as brainless and mindless as one would have expected. Hmm. No, that's, well, it's a little scary, if I'm honest. I have a very bad feeling about this. Hmm. Well, uh, so I guess for now we just wait? Or what What else? Uh, what do we want to do? I can ask for assistance, or at least some clarity of whether or not this is a trap. Huh. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that us and the giants are totally setting traps for each other at this point. I worry that this might be a diversion. Hmm, maybe. Well, uh, sh should I should I go tell Tilly and and them what's happening? I suppose. All right, and she kind uh, of I... snuffles at no. your hand and then heads toward the shore. How long have Wait, we what? just been hacking out? Uh, yeah, just well, just hours. I, I, just been sitting. <laughs> I can I can let them know it will it will just save you the journey. I mean, I I it's it's no big deal. I can just pop over. You save your magic. I 
I will... Should I wait here or search for Cloak? Uh, I don't know. If people are going to go find Cloak, it seems like maybe going with more than one at a time would be better. But, you know, I'll leave that to you guys to decide. I'll be back in a minute. I'm going to go tell Tilly what's up. And she trots off toward the toward the river. So uh, Puff Puff swims out. Uh, yeah, Puff Puff kind of swims out into the river a little ways, doggy paddling her way towards the ship, and then vanishes in a little shower of sparkles and <laughs> appears on the deck. Hi, Tilly. Ah, uh, hello. Uh, quick question uh, previous to Puff Puff talking with sure. um, uh, Landis coming back and resummoning Edwin on the ship. I don't, Landis isn't here but did we discuss on whether Landis shared the information with me or other crew as to what happened or did Landis just like Land- rush past scared and like you know whatnot? so Landis basically said they killed Edwin <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna conjure him back up and then went into a cabin for an hour Tilly I imagine in the meantime is like just prepping for a fight again like letting everybody know to get on the ballistas get ready for sure. you know anybody that might be coming you know whatnot. Uh, yep. letting, so there is uh, a uh, there is a gunner crew on the ballista yeah. with it swiveled over and pointed toward the shore at this point. Uh, I pop off. What, what do you have to let me know? What updates do you have on the shore? Uh, well, I some not so much. Uh, Cloak is still back at the giant cave. Um, I think I talked him out of going in and trying to get his bag back on his own, but it's hard to say. It's also been a few hours now, so I hope he's all right. Uh, the giants, yeah, the giants seem super agitated and there's a bunch of them all gathering up like a lot, like a lot of ogres and apparently the wizard ogre with the staff and at least one giant and they're all sort of gathering up in front of the cave. Um, but they were just kind of settling down to wait. It's been a while. Uh, they haven't come yet, but they're like gathering their people all together. So from what you guys have derived, they might be gathering crew to come this way, or do they seem like they're uh, setting up for so, I'm not super sure. Rowan sent us a message while we were waiting and said that when, right before Edwin was killed, he heard that they were sending another group to attack the ship. But then they didn't do that, so I don't know. Weird. So, alright. Um... Okay, uh, thank you, Puff Puff. Uh, yep. Definitely head back down, keep uh, Rowan safe. Uh, and uh, um, So Rowan was talking about maybe going to find Cloak. Um, no, I don't know if she went. Tell her, tell her no, not quite yet. I think I think I have an idea. I need to go get Landis for it, though. Okie doke. And she just sort of hops up to the rail, disappears, and reappears in the river and starts swimming towards shore. <laughs> Poor Puff Puff being our messenger. <laughs> <laughs> so until he's going to shuffle into Landis's quarters after that. So. Sure. Uh, yeah. So Landis, this is several hours after Edwin has come back, and you're you're sending him back to. He should be just about at the uh, at the lair at this point. Um, Rowan Puff Puff comes and finds you and delivers the message that Tilly would like you not to go wandering off after Cloak at the moment. So I continue to sit here. Yep, looks like. And she kind of sits down next to you. Right, so uh, yeah, Tilly, Landis, you can do your thing. Uh, Tilly, like, busts into Landis's room. Landis, 
Landis, what about what we're doing? Yes. You put your clothes on, get ready. We got all get ready. I don't serious. wear clothes. I get your thoughts right, that's what I mean. But still, um <laughs> I I I do believe that we need to be anticipating or countermeasuring whatever these orcs are planning or getting the steam tail out of here, but we can't get cloak back uh recently quickly, so um from what I understand, the uh, orcs were potentially talking about uh, sending another crew here to come after our Yes, ship. I assume yes. you know that we're Oh my gosh, here. so the ogre was going to come with more of the other ones and they were going to I heard you mumbling that rat gut back or whatever <laughs> rat gut guy his name was. The big one, the giant. They're going to fix, finish fixing him and then bring him back. Um, so, yes, we need to prepare. What time is it? I, How long have I been in here? I got Edwin back and I sent him. So Edwin's going back to get the bag because I don't think the bag went with him when he went back. Oh, okay. And well, if so, you, um, yeah. in the moment, at some time, do you mind letting him know to keep an eye out for Cloak Cloak still in there? I think it'd be smart I that. if we... I think it'd be I smart it. if we send our first mate and crew up ship or up water on the ship. Get the ship out of here, and then as our crew go down and collect McWilkin and get out, because I don't know, or at least <laughs> I mean, if they're coming, I can't handle another troll that quickly. We need to, we need to go get the ship out and then get our crew back on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, send it out. So they come and see that our ship is gone, and then while they're after our ship, we just get their camp, get our people and our things back, and get out. So you want them to chase our ship? No, I mean, if we sent it up up river now, they won't know it's been here. If you know what I mean, like, don't let them see that. No, it's, they still know that it was here. Them. It'll just be further away, and but they, they don't know if it's been here all along. Is my point, you know? Oh. Okay, but you want us to go, not be on the boat? I feel like we, I mean, we have stay to get with the cloak. Boat. As much as don't tell Cloak I said this, but he's a pretty integral part of the ship. I mean, he's our cook. We need to make sure we have him back uh, anyway. Oh. How are we going to get him and then us back to the boat? Well, I mean, we know where we were headed up river. We're headed to Oberstein. Oberstein, if I'm not mistaken. Um, no. No, you're headed to Canton Grissel. Oh, we were just yeah, at Grissel. So we're heading yeah. to Canton Grissel. So we know oh. that we need to, we could make our way up. Uh, on land and meet them there. The crew How is capable far is of that? that ship alone. I mean, always. It's 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 con continue ah. to stay split and then let them come and attack our ship. Or can we take the little home? boat back to the big boat? The little boat is a little little for all of us. You know what I mean? And they well, I could stay on the boat. I do I... own it and have to take care of it. <sighs> yeah. If I... I am turned to ice, I this will all just shatter. <laughs> I mean, I imagine men will just shatter if you're turned to ice, but I do believe that... Oh, God, I'm just going to say it. You're a strong fighter, and I think you're uh, a good a good keep help in this matter, especially if Cloak might... Or, I don't know the current... Can I take a nap before we Cloak? leave? How long do you take a nap for? I mean, you're... It's like two, two hours. hours. Two hours. What are you doing? And the woods just matter. 
I get a, I get a, well, uh, that's a, that's the question too though, Dan, is I get a, um, a full rest at four hours and I think a, ha- a short rest at two or something. Short, um, a short rest is one hour? What do you need to take oh, a short one hour. rest for? I want my spell slot back. It doesn't cost you a spell slot to cast uh, Find Familiar, it's a ritual. No, but it does to do tongues. Oh, tongues, right, you cast tongues. Yep. Uh, I mean, you've had hours and hours. You could have taken a short okay. rest and recovered your spell slot. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't need a nap. I feel great. Yep. Uh, okay, oh. fine. I will exit the boat and stay behind with you. You're coming, right? You don't get to stay on the boat. No, I I, I definitely am okay. coming. Uh, I've got bold one in case we need to quickly let Keleth know to at least anchor up and go um, based on our... Um, Dives report whatever's happening now that we're all spread out. I don't even know what Roland's happened. Roland just apparently wants to go off in the camp and go off the cloak anyways as well. I'm so. ignoring you now. You see my eyes kind of glaze over and I tell uh, Edwin, I say, Edwin! Hey! Where are you? Uh, I'm coming back up on the, the, the what have you. Uh, wow, that's a lot of ogres. Okay, do me a favor and you know how we said don't get seen this time or caught? Maybe be a spider. An invisible spider. Uh-huh. But you'll be real small. You'll be so small, and that way your wing won't hit someone. Not that I'm irritated about that at all. Sure. No problem. so small. Yep. You don't even have to be invisible if you're a spider. Unless they don't like spiders and they try to squish you. But just be very small. Okay, cool. Uh, th- thanks for the tip, boss. I'll, I'm on it. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then I okay. and then I pop back and I'm like, okay, sorry. I just had to tell Edwin something for a second. Um, I had a good idea. I think. I don't know if you thought so, but I thought it was a good idea. What was, what was your idea? As we, we need to we need to probably meet Roland. So as as we go, let me know what Walk your and talk. idea was. Yeah, I, I said he should <laughs> be a spider. So his wings don't hit people. He's a decent well, he wingspan, gets... you know. Dan, where is uh, where is Ria Dan? I think where I left him. <laughs> Ria Dan has just been like uh, wandering around the ship, just sort of like mingling with various crew, um, and kind of <laughs> like pretending to be doing ship work. Uh, so he just sort of yes, blends in. What's the what's the main <laughs> rope sail? Uh, I'll catch them as they're like walking and talking. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I've just finished up doing the the big thing. Uh, what's going on? What's new? I mean, Landis, you're a faster talker than I am. We're heading down to meet Roland if you want to fill uh, Raiden in on everything that happened with Edwin and where we need to go get going. Yeah, Edwin got dead real, real quick because there was a sorcerer ogre thing, and then uh-huh. they were going to make a new group of people to come after us, including the giant that was here before. They were going to heal him up, and then someone was yelling at someone, and but they're not going anywhere apparently i don't know we're gonna be on the land and then the boat is gonna leave us and then we're gonna go find cloak because cloak went back to get the bag and i just sent edwin back to get the bag too and i told him to be a spider i don't know if he's gonna do it he seemed really skeptical but all i know is cloak is there and edwin is almost there and there are a lot of ogres and i don't know what they're doing because they're not coming here but we need to go do i don't know we're doing a thing we're gonna prepare for them to come here and I will just keep rambling until someone stops me. Like, Red, Red, I'm stop listening after like the. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he just just goes into automatic mm-hmm. huh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right yes sounds sounds important this quest we're on good what and was that right important it seems to be a pretty I'm, I'm glad that all that we do is so important to you Riaben. you say that a lot i'm pretty i'm happy uh, you're enjoying time with this with this group wait who's her you say that this is all important. A lot of this is important. Sometimes you get a little glassed over, and then you say it's important. But I'm glad it's it's high it's high esteem. I, it, you know, this one's really sank in. I have to say, this one <clears throat> has really hit home. It, this is important for all of us. This new development to our crew, which I have paid attention to. Seemingly so. Alright, and then she'll right. let Kellis know that we're departing ship to go and find. Um, Merlin, collect, cloak, assess as a group, but uh, if you're okay with it, uh, Landis, I would like to direct Ella to at least move a little ways up shore, so we're not literally parked or docked where we were when they attacked us last time. You know what I mean? I think that's fine. I just don't know how far it would be for us to walk, and if we are trying to get away from them, they're gonna uh, catch us if we have to walk, and so I think that the boat shouldn't be like a million miles away. Maybe, in case we have to use the little boat to catch up or something. But, you know, I thought it was really great that you were, like, afraid of the war, and you only wanted to go on land before, and now you're, like, I'm proud of you coming around for the war, you know? I don't like to die. (laughs) It's not fun. I wouldn't know, but I'm sure it's pretty out. We could ask Rowan. Cool. Yeah, no, it's it's not a fun thing to go through. So I prefer to stay in this body, and um, I will. Whether that means I'm on the boat or not, I just want to do that thing. That is not going to make me dead. Listen, my best friend got murdered today. All right, I'm having a rough time. Just channel those feelings and be prepared for the worst. You know, hope for the best as you can do. That's not comforting. Chili? I'm gonna direct Kellis to hopefully send the ship maybe like a I would say like safely a, maybe a nautical mile, like a mile up the up the river. Sure. It's gonna be a little bit more of a trek for us, but like lanterns out, lights off up the river a bit, so hopefully they can stay undercover a little bit. No problem. Uh yep, Kellis uh, indicates that he will do that and he sets the crew on that task immediately. Um, they use one of the rowboats to take you ashore, and then they take it back to the ship. May I also asterisk into that, that I'm sure with Tilly still being weirded out by hearing that a troll would need it to be burned, that it's like, please keep your eyes peeled for that troll. I don't, I didn't see it where I went. I'm really, I'm really scared. It might be amongst our crew now. I don't know. It's probably not amongst our crew. We'd notice that. Don't worry, Captain. Until we're well clear of this area, I'm tripling the watches. Perfect. You're doing great. Clearly, you're very experienced. Right. Well, good hunting to you and yours. And uh, he heads off to get the crew moving and get the ship moving downstream. So uh, you're all dropped off on the shore. You link back up with Rowan, and you can be heading on your way towards the giant lair. Uh, Landis, you did say that they were saying they were trying to recover the great giant that attacked us earlier, right? Yeah, they said so not something fully about... recovered. 
No, they patched him. They patched him up. Landis's big mechanical fingers are like they patched him <laughs> up and then said something about getting him ready to go. So I don't know if he was fully like patchworked or if he's like good to go. Um, but they're bringing him whenever they bring themselves. Alright, well, I definitely think that if we have to fight Is the Giant again, it would be better before he was fully recovered and on our shores again, so. Yeah. Um. Alright. So, uh, Cloak, as you are watching, you see one of the ogres begin to, like, scream and shriek and start stomping on the ground. Like it just saw a spider. I'm just kidding. That oh, doesn't okay. happen. Uh, the oh, ogres are like, all I milling around. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the ogres are milling around. You see the giant. Uh, the giant comes out and uh, kind of wanders off for a while. Um, you hear that voice bellowing from the cave entrance again, um, but you still don't see whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, Landis, you hear Edwin's voice in your mind and he says, alright boss, I'm back in where I died the last time. Uh, okay. A whole bunch of the ceiling is real messed up, um, but I I don't see the bag, so uh, it doesn't look like it got destroyed. Okay. Uh, but it looks like someone took it. Uh, I can poke around oh, a little God. bit and try to find something, but yeah, just you know. be spider, small spider, crawl on the walls. Yep. Will do. Okay, please, please find. Yeah, I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble if you don't find it, man. Like, maybe I'm gonna die this time, but I don't want to die again, and I'm just really stressed. Just please be careful. I don't want you, I don't want anyone to hurt you. All right, I'll be careful. All right, uh, Cloak, so as you're watching, um, you hear uh, more shouting in that voice, and all of the ogres kind of get real nervous, and uh, and one of them, like, starts going over toward the cave and, and uh -oh. sort of, like, puts its hand up on the wall and leans in, and you can hear it kind of, um, not really yelling, but they just, they don't have any volume control, so they talk very loud and project, and you can hear just kind of the edges of that booming back to you. Uh, and the the shouting voice picks up a little louder and a little more insistent, and you can see the ogre sort of gesturing and, like, pointing and, and looks back and sort of shrugs. And as he's looking back and shrugging, he suddenly gets yanked off balance and falls just like forward on his face, boom! And is like struggling and flailing and half in the, the shadows of the mouth and then just gets pulled <clears throat> into the darkness of the cave and is gone. And you could hear like panicked yelling and bellows coming from the cave mouth. Okay, I just keep watching and I'm very intrigued. So the, uh, the Howls and shrieks cut off very suddenly, and then something whoo, comes flying out of the cave and spluts into the mud and kind of rolls to the feet of the <clears throat> ogre with the staff. And uh, why don't you make me a wisdom perception check? Is it one dead again? Uh, 15. <laughs> uh, it looks like an ogre head. Oh, that's, that's nice. 
the uh, the the shamanic sorcerer or whatever ogre sort of shudders and kicks the head toward the toward the bone pit. <clears throat> Do any of them have my bag? Not that you can see, no. Okay. I'm keeping an eye out for that. Sure, no problem. Um, all right. Uh, the time is going on. Um, the rest of you are on your way. Edwin is crawling around inside the cave. Uh, he kind of gives you a play-by-play every now and then, Landis. He's like, all right, I'm behind the tapestry. It looks like it's kind of like a bedroom back here. And wow, I think I found the treasure. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, really? it. Oh, yeah. That's treasure. Okay. A lot Man, of I was, it? I was so close before. Okay. Great. Listen. Things need to happen. I got to find the bag and then go back to that room. Yep. Yep. And get I get the treasure. it. I get okay. it. Bag's not here. Uh, I just heard something pretty horrible happening from up at the cave entrance. Um, uh,. Wait, I wanted to ask him if he had heard the voice of the, like, boss guy from before at all? The one that was yelling yeah. at the other... Yeah, you, you, remember that hor- you remember that horrible thing I just mentioned? That that was totally ah. the boss doing something. If I had to guess, he killed one of the ogres, but, you know. Oh. Okay, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Um, Can so I've you... searched this entire I've searched this entire kind of area I don't see the bag, somebody must have taken it Okay Well We gotta track that down, but also If you see the boss guy Tell me if he too Is an ogre Or a giant or sure. anything like that His, his voice was weird And I didn't like it yep. So yep, we'll when do. you see him, let me know <laughs> Will do No problem do you... Mm, never mind. Okay. Let me know if you hear a conversation that seems important. I know you can't understand them, but if something seems important, let me know. Yep, sure, no problem. Okay, okay uh, Cloak. The sun is beginning to set at this point. It's dipping down towards the Iron Crag Cantons to the west across the river, and uh, dusk is settling over the area. And as it does, it looks like the ogres are getting ready to move. They're actually getting up, gathering their weapons. The giant lumbers to its feet and is, like, scooping boulders into a big uh, kind of rough rawhide bag that it slings over its shoulder, and it grabs the giant branchless tree that it's using as a club, and uh, they all start heading toward the river. Not the path, but the river? Well, the path leads to the river. Okay. Uh, So do I see the uh, magical ogre? You do. Uh, you see it sort of uh, gather up in uh, around this this crew of giant and other ogres, and now you can see the goblins kind of skittering around the edges, and they are all heading into the uh, into the woods. Okay. Um, so as soon as they start approaching, I cast Pass Without Trace, and then uh, I start making my way back. Uh, uh, at a pretty hurriedly pace. I don't know if they're moving faster than I am, but um... they're they're moving. Uh, it looks like they're going to be slowed down by the terrain a bit more than you are. Uh, so if you want to mm-hmm. get ahead of them, you probably can. 
Okay. Or if you want to trail behind them, what's your what's your plan here? I want to trail ahead a little bit, uh, and because uh, Puff Puff was supposed to meet me back here, uh, so I want to try to run into Puff Puff before to send her back to uh, relay that they're coming, and then kind of make my plan from there. Okay, so you're going to range out ahead of the the pack of giants and and what have you, and try and bump into Puff Puff. As you're going, full night descends on the forest. So, uh, Landis, as you guys are moving through the woods, it is pitch black, and you don't have um, Edwin around to borrow his sight. So, what's yeah. your plan for navigating the uh, the darkness of the woods? I have put my hand on Tilly's shoulder <laughs> and I'm just okay. walking with her. So it is uh, nerve-wracking. It's uncomfortable. You're tripping on every little bit of uneven ground, every rock, every root, every rut in the in the loam. And it yeah, just I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to do some uh, a serious cleaning and tinkering later because this is, yeah. this is not okay. So you can, uh, you can manage it, but it's just miserable. Um... Cloak, after about 30, 40 minutes of travel, you've been staying decently well ahead of the uh, the pack and just kind of keeping an ear on them. They go silent. You lose auditory track of them entirely. Okay. Um, can I roll Arcana? Uh, yeah. I mean... Is this seem like I mean, Pass Without Trace? You you have no way of knowing because like okay. if you were gonna try to identify a spell, it, it could be, but you don't know. Okay, okay, they could have been. Um, they all just stopped moving and shut up. Okay, I keep. Uh, I start going, moving a lot quicker. Okay, so uh, not too long thereafter, you. Um, so why don't you make me a stealth check? Uh, at this point, your pass without trace will have lapsed because you cast it back at the lair. Um, and everybody in the other group, if you're going sneakily, you can make a group stealth check. <clears throat> Otherwise, no worries. Um, 17 for me. Okay. Were you guys sneaking or were you just going, trying to, to get there relatively quickly? Uh, I don't believe we have any inclination that they're headed our way. So, I I personally feel like we'd have been tromping just straight through, trying to get mm -hmm. to catch up with Rowan. Okay, then uh, then I believe Cloak, you're going to notice them before they notice you. So you can hear them coming at a brisk pace through the woods. I I beeline at them and like jump mm -hmm. out at them and like, oh, get the fuck back! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cloak appears. Okay. What's happening? Oh, they're coming right now. Go! Have we caught up with them? I'm really confused as to what yes, we we're, 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 Oh yeah, you were okay, all together. Okay, okay. You were all together. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, because I didn't know because she was in the woods and we were catching up with her, and I figured we. She was not very far into the woods, and then you guys were heading, you know, the two hours toward yeah. the lair to get cloak. Yeah. Yeah. She tries her best to hide amongst like a bush, like what? Are you coming with us? Yeah, I'll try, but the, I don't know where okay. they went. Let's move. <laughs> Alright, so as you're, uh, as you're all deciding what to do, you don't hear anything as you see the first of the ogres just sort of burst through 
the trees and into the outer reaches of your dark vision. They are completely silent, but you can see them plain as day as they're running towards you. I pull out my sword and yell, just out, and then I start charging one of the, the orcs or ogres. All right, let's go ahead and roll uh, some initiative then. Oh, all that planning for nothing. I didn't sign up for any of this. I wanted to dig a pit. How did this happen? Oh, hey, that's good roll. Um, what is my initiative? I don't remember off the top of my head. Ooh, oh boy, there's a lot going on here. All right. <laughs> Ooh, bad. Not good roll. Let's see. Uh, Rio Dan, what was your initiative? 18. Nice. Uh, Cloak? 19. Rowan? 16. Landis? 20. Nice. Uh, Tilly? Uh, 15. Hey. All right. Um, Landis, roll a d20 with me, would you? Okay. Oh, that's a, that's a good sign. How'd you do? I got a two. Roll a d20 with me, would you? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I got a one! Oh, no! <laughs> Roll a d20 with me. <laughs> Put it in jail. Get it out of here. <laughs> That's my new ones, too. First thing that happens, Landis, you're up first. Uh, you can't see or hear anything. You just kind of feel Tilly stiffen and go, shit, I wanted to take a pit. And... Everybody is real tense all of a sudden, but you can't see or hear anything. I cast Major Armor. Uh, I mean, we we rolled initiative, basically. Like, the ogres came out and saw you, and you saw them, and initiative is happening. So you can do that basically on your first turn. Okay. I cast Major Armor on myself. Okay, no problem. Seems like a good call. I was not expecting an ambush. Cloak, like, can I ask that? Do you mind? Yeah, no, do. No, uh, so my mage armor is, it's honestly just like a little, it's almost like a crackling energy that surrounds me. Um, so it's not physical, it's not something you would touch, but it is just a little light, tingly electricity all over me, is how it would look to anyone else. Nice. Very cool. Okay. So Cloak, you're up. Okay, um, I use my bonus action to uh, charge at one of the orcs. Oh, not charge, but like uh, pull out my sword and be like, uh, and um, or no, it's a the activation's Morgrim, so I go Morgrim and then uh, and then turn it on uh, and then charge at one of the ogres that are coming at me and double attacking him. Okay. Uh, so a, under the printer, that would be a, I actually have to look at what my rule is. It's 11 plus 17. Uh, attacking an ogre, that hits. 
Okay. Um, and that's going to be a uh, d8 plus 2d6 uh, plus my dexterity. So uh, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 14 damage with the first attack. Okay. And the second attack under the. Ah, it's a nat one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you uh, you dart forward and slash the ogre with the flaming blade, and it howls and swats <clears throat> its. Uh, it's great club down at you, and uh, your sword tangles in the haft and gets deflected. Uh, so that was Cloak. Riodan, your turn, sir. Okay, uh, I am going to cast Blessed on three party members who are close to me. Uh, let's give one to Landis, Tilly, and Cloak, seeing as. You might use it more than Okay. Landis, Tilly, and Cloak, you're, you're all blessed. Have a quick bless. Uh, bless up. And that gives you a d4 uh, to attack rolls or saving throws. Nice. And I guess I draw my sword and move towards the enemy. All right. Uh, Rowan. All right. So there's how many? You can see four ogres approaching you, and uh, gross. Really, that's all about. That's all you can see at this moment. Hmm. How far away? Oh, forty-ish uh, feet away. Thirty. Okay. They were kind of barreling through the uh, through the brush. How how are they all looking? Is do they all look the same? Does one look like it's perhaps the wizard? I mean. No, you don't. You don't see the one with uh, that was described with like the staff and the scar or any of that. No, I've got a very bad feeling about this. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast my spirit guardians. Okay. Uh, at fourth level. Alrighty. So praying to Wotan and clutching her holy symbol, she flicks her arm out and from it calls forth the Valkyries. Alright, the the ghostly forms of the Valkyries begin blazing around you. Alright. So, did you want to move up to the ogres, or are you good where you are? Moving, moving up to the ogres. Alright, you can plunge the... I assume you're going to uh, exempt all of your companions from yeah. the uh, the spell. Yeah. All yes. right. Uh, Rowan Tilly, your turn. Same. Okay. <laughs> Just, <laughs> 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 so Tilly can listen to the same four that Rowan can see. Uh, Tilly's seen Cloak light his sword on fire and roll in, and she's seen the Rowan cast her Valkyrie in the run in, correct? Yes. Okay. And now you, there's light in the area fall, uh, shedding from Cloak's blade. Yeah, so still the same yeah. four ogres. Within yeah, you can see area. four ogres and... Um, yeah, that's... The, and actually, when um, when the two of you... When Rowan and uh, Cloak run up to the ogres, all sound deadens. Gone. You are you are deafened when you move up there. 
okay. Tilly is going to um, run and keep pace with Rowan uh, to try okay. to protect Rowan. Important. Right. Uh, Very good. And I don't. I what the hey? Um, she's gonna try to intimidate whatever the closest ogre is um, to taunt <laughs> it, however possible. So if you'll allow me to roll like a, just a shouting intimidation check, um, anything of the sort. Not so as soon as as soon as you run up, Tilly, you are plunged into that silence as well. You can hear nothing. Your armor doesn't make any sound. The ogres, which you can see, are bellowing and flailing. You can't hear any of that. Okay, it's dead. Uh, dead silent. She'll attempt to intimidate, <laughs> and instill to uh, an effort to get the closest one's attention. She's going to throw one of her light hammers for the first time in two seasons um, at it and probably fail. All right. But it's going to happen. Okay. Um, let's see. Attack roll. Uh, she rolls an 18. Actually, oh, that hits. Without plus a d4, but whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. And her damage on them is going to be nine. Uh, are you going for the same one that Cloak is fighting or one of the other ones? Whichever one is closest to Rowan, because I don't, I uh, want to protect Rowan from anything. So. Okay. So probably not cloaks then. But whoever gets notices that they're getting pinked by a hammer, she's just going to be like, all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Silently bellows back at it. No problem. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, you. Yeah. All right. That works. That's Tilly. That's the ogre's turn. So, uh, the ogres are all going to have to make a bunch of wisdom saving throws. What's your save, DC, Tilly? Uh, sorry, Rowan. Ah, Tilly doesn't have uh, spell saves. My spell save is 15. Yes. 15. All right. Uh, and it's a ogre. No, it's a wisdom save. It's a wis- wisdom saving throw. Uh, I think we have one winner, and the rest are getting jacked up. Give me some uh, some spirit guardians damage, please. Some radiant damage. Just be D eight. Six plus seven plus oh eight. Pretty good rolls. Six, um, seven, and eight. Uh twenty-one. Yes. Alright. Twenty-one, ten. Radiant. Twenty-one. Ouch. All right, so the uh, the aura of Valkyries swirling, and they would maybe be howling, but they're plunged into silence around Rowan, just begin laying into the ogres, and you can see these searing wounds ripping open on their bodies from blades and axes and spear tips. Uh, they are not super happy. So one of them is going to attempt to smash the crap out of you, Rowan. What's your armor class? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, 17. 17. Ah, he uh, he unfortunately misses you. Uh, second one will attempt to smash you. Missing you as well. Uh, one of them is going to move up to Tilly, try to smash her in the face, and fail, because her armor class is way higher than that. Uh, and one is going to attempt to bring its club down onto Cloak's skull. Uh, <laughs> that would be a critical hit, but it's turned aside by your adamantine armor. <laughs> so it turns into to a regular hit. Uh... And streak continues, everyone. Eleven. You take eleven points of bludgeoning damage. 
Okay. <laughs> there is a sudden spark of light and these searing blue bolts of energy appear in the darkness back in the woods and burst out. <laughs> they zip around trees, dodge between ogres, and they begin driving into Rowan's chest. <laughs> uh? Yeah. Magic missile. Great. Ten. Holy shit. Fifteen. I don't like that sound. <clears throat> Uh, all right, you take 19 points of force damage, and you have to make a constitution saving throw. Shit. Wrong dice. That was 19. Po- oh, shit. That was a natural one. Yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> what's the total? Wait, did you, even did even, you really even rolling a natural four? one? With my a, uh, a con save. Yeah. A... Well, with my con save would be a two, which my oh, if I rolled, oh yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, even with the D four, you can't make it. So the yeah. uh, the pain sears through your mind as the magic missiles rip into you, and you lose your concentration on the spell. The spirit <clears throat> guardians fade. <laughs> right. Uh, so. Rowan tries to scream, but all that comes out is rasping breath. All right. Uh, a volley of arrows begins firing out of the darkness from hidden goblins. So, uh, one of them picks off of Tilly's armor. Uh, one strikes home on Cloak. Uh, one strikes Tilly, uh, sorry, or strikes Rowan, and the other strikes Landis. Uh, so, let's see. Cloak, Rowan, and Landis, you all take five points of piercing damage, and I need you all to make a constitution saving throw, please. How much damage? Five. Five. Um, uh, twelve. Okay, uh, this is poison, if anybody has any bonuses related to that. So, Landis, I, I believe a, you have it. Yeah. Yeah, you have advantage I, on the saving throw. I got a 17 on my first one, but let me roll All right, again you pass. see. You, you no, pass. That was, uh, D- yeah, DC I was just going to make sure I didn't get a natural 20. I just want to make sure I didn't get a natural 20. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm going to roll for I'll take half damage anyway because I'm resistant. Correct. Uh, five, so I did fail that. But five. All right. Um, was Cloak blessed? All right, Cloak. Did you roll your okay. D four? Yeah. Did you roll your no, D four on that? All right. So uh, even even if you roll a one, that gets you to thirteen. So okay. Uh, Landis and Cloak pass. Rowan, uh, there is something tacky on the end, uh, smeared on the head of the arrow, and you feel this horrible numbness spreading through your body, and your muscles start to lock. Rowan, you are paralyzed. All right. Uh, And then the hill giant is going to run forward. Uh, You do not fall prone. No, you just kind of lock in place. 
Yeah. The hill giant is going to run forward out of the darkness. Um, you can... He- yeah, you can't actually hear its bellowing. Uh, and it is going to try to squash Tilly into the dirt. That's not the first time she's heard that. Yeah. What is your armor class again? Uh, a 22. A 22. All right. So the hill giant lifts its foot up with this weird sandal-like leather wrapped around it, smashes down onto your chest, drives you down onto the ground, and basically lays on top of you. With this thundering rumble that shakes the ground. Tighten me up, you're tight. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So you take 24 points of bludgeoning damage, and you are uh, grappled. Yep, you're grappled and knocked prone. Uh, So, that's the hill giant. The boss. All right. I'm spelling APK. Uh, well, we'll see. All right. Uh, Landis, your turn. Um, okay, so I gotta stay real in character here because I personally can't see anything right now, right? Except yeah. for, like, maybe just a little bit from. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, <clears throat> basically lit a torch so you can see all that battle going on. Oh, God. Okay. I didn't know if I could see everything or just a little bit or what. Okay. So, can you yep. tell me the the positioning of everyone? Sure. There is... So, Cloak, Rowan, and uh, Tilly, and just a little ways back, Riodan, are engaged with four ogres and a hill giant. Tilly has been squashed into the ground as a hill giant kicked her over and then belly flopped onto her. Boosh! <laughs> okay. Um, uh, do I think, do I think that, um, the silence around them is giving them any advantage besides just not being heard? Uh, you know that for sure Rowan and Riodan will not be able to cast spells if they're in an area of silence. Got it. I cast Dispel Magic at fourth level on, um, the magical effect of them silencing themselves. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you you uh, you throw your hand out, and there's a green shimmer that sparkles all along the gems inlaid into your body, and you see an answering shimmer and spark through the air around the ogres, and the silence field collapses with a crackle. Uh, the rest of you who are in there, the sound just hits you like a wave as the uh, the silence is dispelled. All right. Uh, I'm also gonna ask. Edwin, real quick, what he's doing. Uh, what are you doing, buddy? I, you know, I'm searching for the bag. Uh, it looks like a lot of people are gone. Yeah, they're all right here on top of us <clears throat> right now, fighting us oh. to the death. Crap. Have they got any tips, man? You got? Did you hear anything? Is any? Did they Don't. tell? They say any? You can't understand, giant. Never mind. I'm busy. Sure can't, <laughs> boss. Good luck. Don't die. All right, Cloak, your turn. So how tall is the giant? 15 feet, thereabouts. Okay. I backed up um, as well, by the way. Sure. Is the the ogre uh, still, uh, or is there an ogre in front of me? Yes. 
Although remember that the giant is now laying, uh, yeah, is basically uh, laying on top of Tilly. <laughs> so he's prone. Okay. Uh, so what I'm gonna do? Uh, is there anything to hang on to on the giant? Uh, there's like some kind of flab rolls, and it has hair, and it has like a loincloth that's barely covering its big old giant butt. So you can okay, grab onto um, that. Uh, so what I want to do, it, like, how's he laying down? Is it stomach first or back? Stomach first. Okay, uh, I want to misty step to the back of his head, grab his hair, and then start mm-hmm. stabbing him. Sure, yeah, you can misty step up on top of him. Yeah, get him. Yeah, okay, um, and then, um... And your attack rolls have, uh, attack rolls advantage have advantage or... because he's prone. And a D4, because I'm blessed. Okay, so I start stabbing the back of his neck. Um, let's do advantage on that. Do I reroll the D4 with advantage? Nope. Okay. Uh, does a 15 hit? Uh, I believe it does. Yes, it does. Okay, so he's going to take... Uh, 10 piercing damage or slashing damage and then uh, 4 fire damage um, 14 so got it. 14 and then the second attack um, oh dear god D- D4 <laughs> okay uh, so that is a 18, 19, 20, 21 to hit oh yeah yeah totally so he takes eight slashing and two fire damage. So ten damage. Ten. Got it. And he starts like I'm yowling on... and like flailing behind his head at you. Okay. Alright, so that was Cloak Riodan. The the silence has collapsed, dispelled by your ah. warlock friend Landis. God. That was boring when it was quiet. Okay, um... <laughs> Way more exciting. And scary. More exciting now I can hear a clash of battle. Uh, Rowan's not feeling well, is that right? She is paralyzed. Looks like there was poison on the tips of the arrows. Yeah, she is in a bad way at the moment. Well, shit. Uh, oh, I don't know if I can do anything about that. <laughs> if I'm paralyzed, it means I pretty much can't move my jaw, can I? You can't move anything, yes. So not even oh, no. uh, You're ragdoll. No, you're yeah. also incapacitated, so you can't take actions. Oh, at all? There's actually... Yeah. Oh, that's nasty. Can can lay on hands get rid of paralyzation if he spends five points? That's disease, right? I was I was thinking about that as well. Uh, Child divinity... Lay on hands... Or neutralize a poison? Is it a poison? Uh, it happened after she was shot by an arrow, so poison seems like a likely candidate. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll run over to Rowan. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Let's do it. And and then drop in the five points for uh, neutralizing the poison. I don't think I can right. heal as well as do. Rowan, your heart suddenly gives a lurch and your blood burns like fire in your veins and the paralysis is gone. The poison is burned away from you. Thank you. All right. So do you have any 
bonus actions you'd like to take, Ryoden? Or are you good? Uh, no, anything that I can do as a bonus is a uh, misty step and this. Oh, actually, bo- uh, bonus action Hunter's Mark. Um, hey, there you go. Let's do that. That's Hunter's Mark on... Can I see the goblin in the woods? You, uh, you know what? That's a that's a good question. Oh, uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't roll well. You have dark vision, so yes, you can yep. see the goblins moving about in the woods. They tried to hide <clears throat> so again, I, but it, uh, they weren't quite able to get back into cover. So I run over to Rowan, cast mm-hmm. uh, lay on hands, and point towards it with my using my hunter's mark to do the spell as well. Yep. Right over there in the woods. Got it. Yeah, so when you uh, when you cast your mark on the the goblin, you can basically see a faint red glow from its heart and running along all of its veins. All right. Uh, that was Riodan. Rowan, your turn. You can actually act now. That was timely. Oh, great. Uh, Yay, paladins. Yay, paladins. So now it's round five. Five ogres and goblins. Four ogres you can see. One is off in the darkness somewhere. And so, do I know what direction the magic missiles came from? Yeah, and you can, now that the silence is gone, you can hear a a thick body crashing around back there and occasionally this grumbling rumble that's like weird mystical chanting in giant... So yeah, you can totally hear whereabouts it is. How far away do I think it is? Uh, maybe 50-ish feet away from you, thereabouts. You know, give or take, it's hard to say exactly. If I start moving towards that, will I provoke any attacks of opportunity? Oh yeah, absolutely, from probably two ogres that are nearby you. Uh. Yeah, if you, if you move without disengaging. And disengaging is going to be an action. Yes. Fine. So one of the ogres is wailing on Tilly. Uh, the giant is laying on Tilly, crushing her into the ground. Okay. I'll turn my wrath on to the giant then. Word. She's going going to point at it and screech something in Hugin's tongue before casting Banishment. Oh shit. Uh, well, that's a charisma saving throw which hill giants are renowned for. Yeah. Oh, oh great. That's Ooh, DC of 15 with a... Well, so that becomes a 9. You screech at it and the giant kind of looks over at you and goes... You fool! And then, poof, gone. And Cloak, you kind of yelp and fall into the mud next to Tilly, who's like struggling and suddenly flips over now that the crushing weight is off of her. Oh, hi there. Yep. The hill giant is banished. (laughs) We have approximately 10 rounds. Anybody about that, please. (laughs) You can do that much more, Uh, apart from uh, look dead into the eyes of the other um, the other giants. And, okay. Uh, oh, maybe there's something else you can do. You... I mean, you'd need to have a non-spell bonus action. 
Yeah. And moving is going to provoke opportunity attack. Um, for the moment, she's just going to look at the giants and is going to use ghostly flesh. And as she lets loose of her... Is that a bonus action? action? Oh, okay, cool. Great. All right. Yeah, you... uh, Let loose a screech. You screech, drift up off the ground, and dissolve into your ephemeral ghostly form. Uh, that's super freaky. Uh, ogres. Uh, ogres are going to kind of, their eyes go wide and they scream back like what that happened doesn't make any sense to them and that really pisses them off and they swing their great clubs at you. Uh, Jesus. Oh, great. Uh, not rolling well. They, uh, they sort of pass oh, harmlessly but- through your ghostly form. One is going to try and smash Tilly, who is still prone. Wait a minute. Sorry. Uh, I skipped Tilly. It's Tilly's turn before the ogres. Tilly, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to take an action to get up and uh, ready an attack for the next time around. I don't know if I can do both. I mean, you got an ogre in your face. You can attack him right now. All right. So wait, <clears> she's going to she's gonna get up and try to like leg sweep this guy with her uh, warhammer. Yep. Get him. Boop, boop. Get out of here. Get out of here, Riddler. Oh, wow. Uh, nat 20 is 28, so... Oh, that's a critical hit. Yeah. So go ahead and give me double them damage dice. Turns out they have adamantium armor on. Oh, uh... <laughs> and then... The never uh, cycle. So 15 and then a 19. <laughs> 15 and a 19 are for what now? Uh, the two damages. So I have 10 damage plus 5 no. for my strength. And then... Right, you just double the dice, not the bonuses. So fifteen oh! is fine. And then would you roll on the die for the second one? For the second one, yeah. Mm, that's not possible. It's a. What did you roll on the huh? D eight? Do you know? Uh, I can't tell. That's impossible. Oh yeah, just roll a D eight. Yeah, just roll a D eight with no bonus. She, fi- she rolled a five on D eight for the first one. Oh, did I? Oh, you can hover over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> was, was an iron major. Yeah, it's a five. <laughs> okay, so 15 plus a five. All right. Uh, that's a lot of damage. Um, 20. Ouch. That ogre is, uh, its leg cracks and it howls in pain, uh, but it's still standing. May Barely. I also take my bonus action to use my second wind at this point? Yeah, totally. Sweet. All right. I'm just going to roll my little bit of a... Yes. D10 plus your fighter level in hit points. Six! Great! Great! I just want everybody to know I have 69 HP now. (laughs) Woo! Nice. All right. Uh, Second second attack. Uh, Did somebody call? Wailing on him again with your Warhammer. Yep. Get him. 19... Hits, give me damage. And seven damage. Seven damage, oof. All right, he is not looking good. Not looking good at all. Now, Ogre's time. Uh, he is actually going to try and smash you this time. Uh, nope, nope, nope. You uh, swatted aside with your shield. Uh, attacks on Rowan already happened. We're going to have an attack on Cloak. Uh, that is a dirty 20. On me. 
Uh, on cloak. Yeah, on cloak. Oh. On cloak. Okay. Uh, that hits me. So I think I'm of us. Nine. Uh, so you take ten points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, that's Ogres. Not bloody yet. Not bloody yet. Good deal. Uh, all right. So. There is a searing burst of light, and uh, Cloak, you recognize the symbol as the scar on the ogre's chest that flares with this firelight, and then these bursts of flame come ripping into the clearing. Uh, He is going to blast with fire at uh, Landis. Uh, Oof. Landis, what's your armor class? 16. 16. 16. Okay. Uh, Spell attack bonus is plus 6. Alright, so that's one hit, a critical hit, and a miss. So, two rays of searing flame burn into you. One of them catches you in the face. Take 18 points of fire damage. Cool. Yeah. Uh, And and you can see the shaman, uh, the shamanic ogre sort of lit up back there as it releases this burst of magic. Uh, goblins are not hidden. They are going to try and hide in the underbrush and uh, behind some rocks and trees and stuff. And they fail. So they're going to shoot their bows with um, no advantage, sadly. Uh, Riodan, you are being shot at. Uh, you will take one hit, five points of piercing damage. Fine. Uh, Cloak, you're being shot at. Uh, you are hit. Take uh, six points of piercing damage. Tilly, uh, an arrow lodges in your pauldron. You take no damage. God, your armor class is high. Jack. Yeah, I, I don't. By the way, I don't think a dirty twenty hits Tilly. She's AC twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and one more shot at Rowan. Uh, okay. You are you are hit, Rowan. Uh, you take uh, five halved to two because you're resistant to non magic damage right now, I believe. Yes. I uh, so believe. I need you to make a DC ten concentration saving throw to maintain your banishment. Okay. Big money. Yeah, no whammy, uh, no so it's going to be an 18. Sweet, now hold it. So the uh, giant is still gone. All right. There is a spark of bluish light from off in the darkness, off on a side where really nothing was happening. Uh, and a javelin crackling with lightning is hurled forward from the gauntleted hand of a a goblin, but it is uh, corded with muscle. It's wearing heavier armor than its fellows, and its face is a pale crisscross of puffy, fish-belly white scars on its otherwise kind of mustard yellow skin. And it hurls this javelin forward at, um, basically gonna hurl it at Tilly. Uh, huh. Doesn't hit her. It kind of sails past her, but as it goes, it erupts into a crackling lightning bolt. So I need Rowan, Riodan, Cloak, 
and Tilly all to make uh, dexterity saving throws, DC 13. Don't forget you have bless. Twenty-five. Nice. Uh, twenty-one. Uh, actually, if I'm in heavy armor, do I have disadvantage on this save? Sure, don't. No. Okay, good. Seventeen. Pass. A fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, DC is thirteen. Pass. Hey. How did Cloak do? Uh, I got twenty-one. Twenty pass. All right. Uh, that was everybody, I believe, passed. Uh, all right, so anyone who... You all passed, so you take six lightning damage. <laughs> Cloak is not looking good. All right. Uh, Landis, your turn. I didn't take any damage from those non-magical attacks either, did I? Uh, did I? I mean, not from the ogres. The ogres okay. missed you, essentially. And for flavor, all they right. just whipped through your ghost body. Do I see, or can I see, the magical guy? Um, you can't see where he is at the moment, but you <laughs> saw where he was, so you know the area he's in, but you can't, he's off in the darkness currently. Um, so if you have a spell that requires you to see your target, that won't work, but if you want to target an area, you can totally do that. Okay. Um, does Eldritch Blast require me to see him? I don't know. It sure doesn't, no. Uh, you okay. can fire blinds and try to hit him. You'll have disadvantage on your attack rolls. Mm, okay. And would the d4 apply to both rolls? So you make the, 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 the bless applies to each attack roll, yeah. Yeah, so I mean the both, both rolls for the uh, disadvantage? You, it, it applies to the attack, and whichever die you use gets the d4. Ah, okay. So it applies okay. to the lowest die. Fine. Uh, can you real quickly just tell me where everyone is located? I'm so sorry. It's hard to keep uh, track. There are uh, four ogres up with the rest of your party all mixing it up. There are goblins oh. off to the side. Uh, the hill giant disappeared, and the shaman is beyond the melee on the other side of you. Uh, on the other side mm -hmm. of the fight. Mm-hmm. Back in the dark. Okay. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I am going to uh, ha, in the direction of the guy, the shaman. Okay. I'm gonna cast fireball. Well, that'll uh, do it. <laughs> yeah, because that'll hit a twenty foot radius. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh god! And I'm doing it at fourth level. Well, yeah, your your stuff's automatically fourth level, yeah. Well, I'm All just right. yeah. So it yeah. means I yeah, get just, nine yeah. nine d six. Sure does. What's your um save DC? Uh, fifteen. Ooh, he failed. Give it to him. <laughs> okay, can everyone count with me? <laughs> yeah. Because I can't nine of these. Okay, uh, seven. Plus eight. Fifteen. Plus nine. Twenty-four. Plus ten. Thirty-four. Shit. Thirty-four. Uh, plus three. Thirty-three. 
33 damage. 37. Uh, 37 damage. 35, sir. Uh, Jesus. 37. 400 right. damage. A billion damage. Yes. All right. Um, that ogre is still up, but has been driven down to one knee in the wake of the blast. What does your fireball look like? Does it have that kind of sparkly gold no, flame, it, gold it, and silver flame? Or? From the pits of hellfire. Yep. All right. So um, it's like it's this strange two red with um, this bizarre yellowish gold run through it, and it has like this backlight of black that doesn't really make sense but it's somehow happening in this flame uh the yeah. the the fireball washes over it it howls in agony and drops to its uh, to one knee it's still alive but is most assuredly bloodied it's scorched black and raw looking awful i'm gonna, i'm going to back up <laughs> <laughs> i want to try to be out of his range um you could take cover behind a tree, get total cover. Okay, from I'm it. gonna do that. Yeah. So you can at least be directly that. targeted. Yep. That'll okay, be. perfect. That was Landis Cloak. Your turn, sir. Um. Okay. So there's an ogre next to me. Uh huh. Right. That attacked Tilly. Yep. So I was laying next to Tilly. So I Correct. would get up. Uh. And uh. At. Um. If I kill this ogre, can I beeline to the goblins? Um, without getting attack opportunity, you are yeah. If you clear off this ogre, you'll be able to get around the remaining ogres. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. So my first attack with a planar warrior. Yep. Uh, that is a twenty-six. That hits. So he takes. 23 force damage. Ooh. For the first attack. Uh, all right. He, um, you slice your blade across. Oh, uh, just to remind you, actually, there are two ogres on you. One that, uh, that Tilly was wailing on. The other one that you initially wounded. It came over to attack you. So the one that you initially wounded, you slice it across okay. the belly, and its intestines begin to sort of spill out, and it just sort of ignores them and raises its club to try and crush you. Okay, uh, then as he raises his club up, I'm spearing towards him. Yep. Uh, this is just a regular attack. I yep. don't think this is going to hit. Um, this is a 8, 9, 10, 11. Uh, 11 hits. So you, uh, taking advantage oh, of it, shit. raising its guard, drive your blazing uh, saber through the slit in its stomach under its rib cage and burst its heart. With its one hit point remaining. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, so, so now can, there is a um, grievously can I ogre, uh, still on you, but the one that Tilly crushed. Focus on Tilly. Um, yeah. Is there a way I can get to cover? Um. You could try and take cover behind the fallen body of the ogre you just slew. You could take half cover behind that. Okay. 
Yeah, I want to take half cover behind that from the goblins and their arrows and the magic caster. Oh, uh, actually, if you want to like hunker down, go down on one knee, you can take total cover from the goblins, and the and also the uh, the 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 caster. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's what I want to yeah. do, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And like, there's yep, like blood yep. like pouring from his like <laughs> face right now, and he's just like, sure, <laughs> no problem. Uh, that was Cloak. Riordan! I've got uh, Rowan near me with an ogre and a goblin shooting at me. How far away is the goblin that I've just uh, Hunter's marked? Uh, from you, he's probably about 30 feet. Okay, uh, then let's move action over towards him and give yep. him a weapon. Uh, so I believe there's still an ogre on y'all, so he will get an opportunity attack on you as you move away. Uh, oh, okay, am I next to the ogre as well? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how badly relevant is this ogre? Uh, the ogre that you are fighting is... If at all. There are actually two ogres on uh, on you and, and Rowan at the moment. They're both wounded. One of them looks uh, decidedly worse than the other. Okay, and I say, I'm coming for you next to the goblin, and uh, I got a lash... Uh, the one that looks most wounded. Um, yeah, this one. This one uh, took a pretty, pretty nasty beating from uh, Rowan's spirit guardians. All right, lash okay. away, McManus. Uh, twenty-four. Oh yeah, that'll hit. Uh, twenty-six and twenty-eight. Okay. Wow, I got better and better. Oh, all three of those will hit. Alrighty. Right. So uh, you uh, you command the lash to take its blood form, and uh, and they all strike forward and wrap their barbed tendrils around the poor bastard. Give me some damage. Uh, okay. Five, seven, six. Oh. And yeah. it needs to make a strength saving throw. If it's alive. It is still alive, but not looking good, and it needs to make a strength save. DC, uh, DC 15. He's pretty strong, but a 5 ain't going to cut it. That's only, a, that's only a 9, I believe, so he fails. Okay, you can only take a move or an attack action, and it is slowed, so it can only move off. God, all right. So it's all wrapped up in blood tendrils and bleeding profusely. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> uh, that's Riodan Rowan. Your turn. So Rowan, albeit looking very scary, is um, you can see tendrils and wisps of smoke pouring from some of her wounds as she is uh, bloodied. Ooh. Uh, oh, uh, so... and I will I will point out at this point since Landis freaking fireballed the uh, the landscape. There are many small to medium fires burning in the underbrush and in the trees now. So the uh, the caster ogre, the shamanic fellow, is um, uh, visible. Oh, that's good to know. Yep. I was going to banish him, but like, before I banish someone, so I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, as a um. As a bonus action, she's going to summon her spiritual weapon. Yes. At third level. Okay. And which which ogre is closest, or which? Uh, there are two ogres close to you. Both are wounded. One is pretty grievously wounded. 
Uh, I mean, the spellcaster's only about only fifty-ish feet away from me. Correct. I'm going to send my spirit weapon over over to it then. So, she summons the the spear of the Valkyries, spear of Wotan, yep. and is going to just motion it upwards with her hand and hurl it with all her might towards the spellcaster over. Your melee spell attack. Uh, 23. Oh my goodness, yes. Okay. So it is... 48. 48? No. It's, uh, you cast it at third level? No. Third level, yes. So So it's 2d8 plus your wisdom bonus. Yeah. 15. All right. Uh, the spear drives in through the uh, the ogre's scarred chest, and where your sort of uh, holy spear of force cuts into his scar, there's this horrible crackling and burbling as the the energy is contained in this thing's magic within itself seems to be at odds with the power of Wotan, and they're kind of canceling and crackling against each other. <laughs> As she she sees and feels it rip into that, she's going to life drain. That's where it is. She's going to okay. use life drain. And how much damage does that deal? Uh, it deals necrotic damage equal to my level. Uh oh. So eight necrotic. <laughs> Want to guess how many hit points he had left? Nice. All right. So the uh, the energies of the power of Wotan seem to be uh, at odds with the inherent magic of the giant blood flowing through this ogre and sort of concentrated in the power of this scarified rune on its chest. And uh, it howls in pain and you clutch your fading ghostly hand and you can see its life just drain out of it. It shudders. Its eyes go dull, and it slumps off of the spear, which remains hovering in the air, just kind of slowly rotating. Nice. He is quite dead. Uh, All right. And for my, for my action, <laughs> turning on the uh, very bad, badly uh, bloodied ogre, it's going cantrip. to, yeah. I'm casting a cantrip. I'm going to cool. reach. She's going to reach her arms towards the heavens and cast a sacred flame. Sacred flame, nice. He will make a dexterity saving throw with his impressive ogre dex. And oh, roll three. Flame him. Oh. <laughs> Ten damage uh, plus four. Ten. Fourteen. Mm, why are you adding four? Oh, do you have potent spellcasting? It said, it just says uh, 2d8 plus 4 damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you're, you're high enough level to have potent spellcasting, so you add your wisdom yeah. modifier, which that makes it enough to slay it. The ogre howls in pain as the radiant flames burst above its head, sear down on it, and kind of slice its head in half, and it falls twitching into the turf. All right, so there's one of the ogres on Riodan and Rowan uh, uh, down. So that was Rowan. Tilly, your turn. Okay, remind me how many ogres other than the shaman ogre are left. 
There are two wounded ogres. One of them seems to be uh, on its last leg, seeing as you so shattered one, the other one. Yeah, one's close to me and one's close to them. One, one, uh, yes, okay. correct. One is close to you and Cloak, and the other one is by Riodan and Rowan. Sweet. Tilly is just doing her Tilly thing and going to try to smash the ogre that's smash. close to her with a hard downswing. Let's go! You make a tackle. That's a 20, a dirty 20. Oh, oh that hits. Give me damage. A uh, seven. Seven damage. Oh, God. Uh, you hear its shoulders separate as you bring the hammer down, uh, and it spins, uh, it frothing at the mouth, uh, its tusks flecked with uh, with foam, and its eyes blazing with fury. Second attack. Let's get up. Uh, a 14. Actually, oh, yeah, that, 14. That hits. Sweet. And just gonna go... Eight bludgeoning. All right. Your backswing catches it under the jaw, snaps its head back, and you hear its vertebra crack. And it tumbles backwards, almost does a backflip, drives into the loam, and is just twitching as it dies. So uh, she's going to uh, literally foot and back step on him to try to shield snap and our shield attack the other uh, ogre on. You can. Yeah, you life. basically step on the ogre's giant gut and use it as a little bit of a launch to, to hop across and uh, be, ram your shield into the one menacing Riodan and Rowan. Uh, ooh, it's a nine. A nine? Alright, that yeah. will not hit, I don't believe. Yeah, that, that, that does not, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. You weren't blessed, were you? Uh, I was. I can roll a d4 and see. I forget. It'd be plus three, so it'd be 12. That hits. Oh, sweet. She's like, then I'm, oh, <laughs> and then uh, seven damage. Seven damage. Ouch. All right. <laughs> he not like that. So that was Tilly. Ogres. Well, I, I guess I'll, I'll just scratch the S out because that's just ogre. Uh, and he is going to try and smash your face in, Tilly. Ooh, it's get not you. uncommon. Let's go. <laughs> it's not unusual. Yeah, just like... Uh, new ogre, new day. All right, you take uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage as the force smashes onto your shield arm so hard you feel your uh, your elbow basically sprain. She's angry, but she's, she's doing <laughs> all right. You know. All right, some goblins. The goblins... After hearing a barked order from the one who just threw a lightning javelin at you all, drop their bows, draw scimitars, and start running forward. Um, so we're going to get one attacking Tilly, one attacking Rowan, one attacking Riodan, and one is moving toward Cloak, um, but he can't quite get there. So, Riordan. What's your armor class, Riordan? Tis 19. <clears throat> Tis 19 indeed. Uh, so, that doesn't quite make it. You uh, you basically just um, use your vambrace to, to uh, block the, the little curved blade aside. Um, <laughs> Terry, you are attacked. Um, you bring your shield around, stopping that one from uh, finding anything vital. And Rowan, uh, you just sort of drift aside, and the, uh, the clumsy swing catches nothing but air. 
the hill giant is still banished. The boss. Uh, at this point, the the, um, the goblin with the scarred face bellows a battle cry in giant and charges forward at Riodan. May I ask what he says in giant? Um, Hilly knows giant, but yeah, he says, "Cracked bones and empty skulls to adorn my wall." He just giggles. <laughs> so he drives forward, and as he runs, since he threw his uh, his javelin, he reaches to his back, pulls out a spear, and spins it. And the the the, uh, the head of the spear is a long, wicked-looking, thin blade made of some kind of almost black metal. <clears throat> and he drives toward Riodan and thrusts out with his shield. He leaps up into the air like freaking Achilles in Troy and tries to crush you on the side of the cheek with his shield. Um, all right. Uh, he is going to hit, and you're going to take... You're going to take 11 points, 11 points of bludgeoning damage, and please make a strength saving throw. Okay, strength is... Plus seven. Yeah. Okay. It is a sixteen. A sixteen. Uh, that is insufficient. The force of the blow yeah. is stunning. Blasts you off your feet and knocks you <clears throat> to the ground. He lands, driving his spear down at you. Ah! <laughs> Uh, that the first one is turned aside by your armor. Uh, the second one, however, strikes true. Take thirteen points of piercing damage. <laughs> the sound I made, and he kind of growls down at you. Uh, the force this wow. tiny this this small body is putting behind its blows is absolutely staggering. Help this um, one this one <laughs> uh, Landis, your turn. Okay, um the uh shaman guy is still back there, right? He, oh no, he is dead. Ro- Rowan Oh, Rowan he's dead. Yep. Sorry, yes. I missed that part. Rowan um then I'm gonna... the last spark of life out of him. I thought she was dealing with a different guy. Um, nope. So I want to Eldritch Blast the guy on top of Riodan. Yeah, get him. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll right, so, that. So uh, hold, hold your attack roll. Like, roll your thing. That's fine. As you okay. uh, gather up the energy and launch it towards him, he sees you out of the corner of his eye, grins, grabs the goblin next to him, and pulls it in front. So you blast the goblin. I thought oh, I was about to okay. throw the goblin. <laughs> so did I. Um, What'd you roll to hit? I, I forgot. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um, uh, okay, I got uh, 11 plus 2 plus... What did <coughs> I add to that? <laughs> Your spell attack bonus. My spell attack plus 7. So 11 plus 7 oh, yeah. plus 2. Okay. You have hit the goblin. <laughs> All right. I get so stressed. I'm sorry. Um, the okay. ten is this one, and I get to add that. Fuck. Um, 
Yeah, the four. So that's five points of damage. All right. Uh, the, <laughs> the poor little goblin uh, takes the hit for the boss, but he lives for now. He um, shrieks in pain and wiggles and twitches. Can I shift a few feet to try to hit the main guy? Sure. Okay. Uh, okay, that is going to be um, 17 plus 7 plus 3. That absolutely <laughs> hits. Okay. And that is going to be 5, uh, 8. No, sorry, 9. 5, 6, 7, 9. nine. Yeah, All nine. right. He grunts in hit pain that time? as the, uh, you hit the boss. Okay. Yeah, he, he used his reaction to switch places with the goblin. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Um, do you have any, I don't know, bonus actions you want to do, or are you good? Nah. Okay. Cloak. I don't have none of those good stuffs. Cloak, cloak, cloak. Uh, how far away is... Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, no, you can hear me. Uh, so, um... How far away is the goblin that's approaching me? Um, I mean, at this point, he probably dashed to get close, so he's right, right up with you. Oh, he's five that? feet away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just really delayed. Yep, no problem. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ham, and I'm gonna use planar warrior, um, and attack him. Uh, does a 28 hit him? Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, 18 force damage with the first attack. You cut him in half. Right across the waist. He is dead. Um, and how many goblins are left? Uh, there are four non-boss goblins left. Uh, I'm gonna move on the one, if it's within 35 feet, on the one on Rowan. Uh, yeah, totally. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna attack yeah, that dart, one. Dart across the battlefield, your cloak fluttering uh, up behind you. Does an 11 hit? Sure doesn't. Nope. Okay. That's it. <clears throat> All right. That's my, my action move and bonus. Riodan, your turn, sir. Okay, I am hurting. I am hurting bad um, from this fellow. But sometimes the best that. defense is a, is a good offense. Uh, so I'm Currently, gonna you're, you're lying prone. You can stand up, no problem, before you make yeah, your attacks. That's fine. Yeah. Stand and make the Pull attacks. yourself up. Um, all right. Are you going to use the? Are you going to use the triple lash, or are you going to hit him with your attack so you can smite him? Oh yeah, maybe that's a good. That's a better idea. Uh, yeah, let's do the smite. Okay. Let's do the smite route. So make your uh, two normal melee attacks with your bonus. So it would be a twenty-four again. Uh, oh, that'll hit. Yeah, yeah. One. Oh yeah, um, totally hits. Okay, so that will be. Plus my attack bonus. Alrighty, that will be 10 and 9, and let's drop a smite in there. Let's drop a cheeky smite, <clears throat> or you know what? This guy hasn't been hit right. 
Uh, he has been singed by an Eldritch Blast. Okay. He's that's, taken a little bit of damage. Let's drop two smites into him, because I've got all my spell slots and I'm really good. It's open base. What levels? What levels? Uh, they are level two spell slots. Alright, so that's 3d8 radiant damage oh, each. Oh, don't mind if I do. Take this, you naughty man. Uh, 13 uh -huh. and 8, respectively. 13 and 8 total? With the lash damage and the smite? Uh, lash damage is 19 plus 22 <clears throat> is 41. Whoa, 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 whoa. Really? I mean, the, uh, like the lashes are d6 plus your strength or dex bonus, right? Yep. Rolled, uh, rolled really well. Rolled 6 and a 5. So oh, okay. So, oh, you're you're sorry. That's total with, total with the smites. Got it. Total with the smites is forty-one. Yeah, forty-one. Jesus, that's a lot of damage. All right. He howls in pain as these great crimson flares of light rip through his body. Uh, that's owie, 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 owie. All right. Uh, Rio ends. That it for your turn. You got any bonus actions or anything you want to do? No, I'm good. All, all right, Rowan, your turn. Is there still one on, on Rio, Dan? Dan? Uh, yep. Or, yes. And then yes. that's the last ogre. And there's some goblins. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a big old ogre. Summoning the spear from where it was to pierce back through the back of this ogre. Get it. That's going to be a 19. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay. 2d8 plus 4. Okay. Mm. 10. 10 on the ogre? All right. It howls in pain, but still up. It, that one hadn't taken too much damage yet. Okay. And is there anything close to me that might provoke an attack of opportunity at the moment? Uh, there is a goblin on you, so yes. I'm in the air. Is that? I mean, you're you're not like you're still yeah okay around the ground. Yeah, you're just kind of hovering. Ah. <clears throat> uh, you could disengage as your action, or. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just take whatever damage it gives me and uh, make my way over to that ogre. Uh, Alright, the goblin will make an opportunity attack on you. Uh, ooh, and it will hit. Okay. So All you right. will take seven halved to three. <clears throat> Slashing damage. Okay, she, she winces but continues going and yep. flies at this ogre screeching to right. tear her her claws into it to cast inflict wounds oh god all right third uh, no melee spell attack so we'll do second level Ooh, baby. natural 20. holy shit! all right 
You dig your claws into both sides of its throat from behind, and you can see this greenish-black energy begin to pour into it, blackening its throat. Go ahead and roll 8d10 necrotic damage, please. Okay, I'm gonna... Ooh, I need yes. <laughs> Start with these. Uh, three, ten, six, seven. Three, three, hang on, are you keeping track? <laughs> three, three ten, six, seven. All right. Yep. Okay, so twenty-six. <laughs> God. Five, one, ten, three. Uh, so nineteen, right? Uh huh. Okay, so the ogre howls in agony, and that quickly is cut off to a gurgling sort of slopping sound as its throat, neck, sides of its cheek, and down to its shoulders just necrotizes and sloughs away from the skeleton and connective tissue of its upper torso, and it collapses, gurgling and twitching into the ground, and then falls still. So that's how we do that. I'm gonna go ahead and take ogres off the uh, the initiative roster because uh, they all they all did. <laughs> kneel down next to Riolanda and assist him in getting up if he needs. Yeah. All right. Cool. Tilly, it's your turn. <laughs> all right. So um, we have the one large <coughs> goblin left, if I'm not mistaken, and two you know normalish goblins. Well, of course, I'm going after a big one. She hauls over and just comes a swinging at it. Okay. It's great. Yes, and she's like running past her, but you're doing great. And like, <laughs> <laughs> swings. Uh, 17. All right. Uh, 17 is going to hit. Sweet. Uh, seven bludgeoning. She's going to just waylay again with all of her great, not so great swings with a 13. Okay. Uh, 13 does not hit. He brings his okay. shield around and parries it. And she mentioned something like, oh, I see you have a shield. And she tries the shield back. <laughs> it's a 27. Uh, 27 hits. Okay. Uh, and it's <clears throat> nine damage. Nine damage. Ow. Okay. Uh, he grunts in pain as you uh, smash back with your shield and catch him on the side of the head. Uh, that's Tilly Goblins. There's a couple of goblins left. Uh, let's see. You killed the one next to you initially, Cloak, and then ran over and uh, jacked up the ogre. What's that? Right. Um, it's a couple of no. Goblins. I so we'll have. Uh, I missed. I missed a goblin. Right, right. You missed a goblin. So we got a goblin on you. Uh, goblin strikes at you, and uh, your cloak snaps up and whips him right in the eye. Uh, and he, like, pulls his swing in the middle of it and clutches his face and begins shrieking and cursing in Goblin. Um, he rolled a one. We got a Goblin on... Riordan! Ha! Ooh, uh, that's going to hit. So you're going to take um, four points of slashing damage from this normal little Goblin that got a piece of you. Came in under your guard. Well, you're distracted dealing with the boss. Uh, we're going to have one goblin run over to deal with... Uh, this one is going to drop back, pick up its short bow, and shoot at Landis. Uh, hitting for six piercing damage, Landis. 
fine. Two. Uh, three. We've got one on Tilly, which is going to miss. You just sort of uh, bring the haft of your Warhammer around and deflect its uh, its swing. And one is going to chase after Rowan and strike at you. Yeah, and okay. you just sort of drift away as he swipes through empty air. All right, uh, that's goblins. And the hill giant is... I'll just get the wrists right. I'm not sure why they're not terrified. I mean, you know, they're more afraid of the boss than you. Uh, let's see. Hill Giant is still banished. Goblin boss. He is going to... Oh, man. Riodan, you're looking pretty hurt, yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm All right. He's going to attempt to smash your legs out from beneath you with his shield. Um, Don't do uh, that. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I need my legs. Eight. That's a 20 to hit you. Ooh. Oh, Six. shit. 11 points of bludgeoning damage and a strength saving throw, please. Oh, daddy. Uh, strength saving throw. Plus seven. We can do this. An 18. All right, that you managed to keep your feet. Um, he snarls and drives his <clears throat> spear at you. Two attacks with the spear. Oh. Uh, one of them will hit. The other, you will, uh, it will be fouled on your, your stout armor. Uh, five, six, seven. Eleven points of piercing damage. And I am out. Good night, world! Oh, no. So he, the the goblin boss, snarling, bashes him in the hip with the, uh, the shield, knocks him off balance, and drives the spear in twists it, rips it out, and you see a just great gout of blood spurt across the ground as uh, as Riodan falls unconscious and dying. The bless is gone, which I've forgotten to make you roll concentration for. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, it's okay. All right. If you wake me up, I've got a lot of healing in the turn. Landis, <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. Okay. I want to uh, shoot the shit out of that guy's face. Because he's my friend. All right, as you uh, loose your bit, yeah, go ahead and blast him. Uh, fifteen plus seven. That'll hit. Okay. And that is uh, that one's uh, oh, a nine. Wait, is this one marked? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's a nine. Um, a nine plus four. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thir- thirteen damage? All right. Yeah. Second attack with the, the, the Eldritch Blast. Mm, seven plus seven. Fourteen. Fourteen, unfortunately, deflects off of his shield. That's okay. <laughs> because I can, I'm going to roll a d10 to go with it. Ooh, going to call on the Dark One's own luck. I am. And I got a three. <clears throat> Which is just enough to hit him. <laughs> yes. I love that one. Um, that dark one's own luck is fun. It's super good. Uh, oh, um, an eight plus four. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Twelve. All yeah. right. <laughs> Twelve. Math. <laughs> All right. He uh, <clears throat> takes the two blasts of crackling energy. Um... Does not seem happy about it, but what are you going to do? Cloak, your turn, sir. 
I do believe you have a goblin in your face. Uh, so I have one goblin on me right now? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attack normally, uh, so just yep. the flame damage. Uh, so does a 18 hit? Oh, yes. Seven slashing damage and eight fire damage, so uh, fifteen damage in total. All right, so you uh, you bind its weapon uh, with a uh, curving stroke, and then bring your blade up and slice it across the throat. It spins to the ground, dying and dead, and uh, and out of the fight. And I am bull rushing the giant, uh, the bigger goblin, boss goblin. All right. Uh, and I'm coming at him with a uh, planar warrior. Ah, uh, there it a, is. With uh, 19. That'll hit. Uh, however, as you come in at him, uh, he ducks be... aside and hurls another goblin in your way. You, you hit the goblin instead. <laughs> well, this goblin, I'm fairly sure, is going to die because it just took... Um, 24 force damage. Yep, your crackling blue blade slices through both of its forearms just below the elbow, disintegrating the uh, <laughs> the the hands clean off of it, and it falls bleeding to death. All right. So there's that. Uh, that was cloak. Riodan, make a death. Uh, you have a periapt of wound closure, don't you? As You're I right, I do, yes. Let me see what so it does. So you, sir, automatically stabilize. Yep. Yes. You are not okay. dying. That's all I'm doing. Uh, Rowan! <laughs> okay, so Riordan's just... He's breathing better he's, now, but... He's, he's down, not breathing. looking good, but oddly, he doesn't seem to be bleeding. It's like he's been this way many times before. <laughs> Old hat, baby, old, old hat. All the weight in this pack is just staunch the bleeding, obviously. <laughs> <sighs> okay. We're going to... Just going to kneel down and... You're not allowed to die yet. You still owe me for all those drugs. <sighs> Third level healing word? Uh, okay. Yep. Bonus action. Uh, 3d4 plus your wisdom bonus. So. That 1d4. That. I've got too many dice in my tray. 3. 4. 2. So 9 plus 4. 13. All right, Riodan, your consciousness returns with a just horrible, tearing pain in your guts. <laughs> this is West. <laughs> uh, so that was... Uh, Rowan, do you have an action you would like to take? I can take an action. So there's how many goblins left now? Uh, there are two goblins left, one right near you, the other one shooting Atlantis, and plus the boss. How far away is the uh, one next to Landis from me? Uh, it's not next to Landis. It's it's backed off away, so it's maybe 15 feet away from you. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I can just... I can only deal with one at the moment. 
I'm going to toll the dead on the one near me. Oh, uh, well, interesting. That one is actually wounded. So, um, it's a constitution saving throw? Wisdom. Wisdom, okay. Uh, Goblin, wisdom save. Ooh. Uh, do they have a penalty? They do. Damn it! That's a fourteen. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that they. There it is. Fail. And so it's going to take a d twelve instead of a d eight. You impulsive little bastards! <laughs> and I believe it's two d twelve. Is it not for your oh, level? Oh yes, it is for my level. Yeah, yeah. Five plus seven. Oh, there's a hollow sepulchral bell note that rings across the clearing and the goblin just dies. <clears throat> the light in its eyes goes out and it collapses to the ground. Right. Alright, so that's, uh, that's Rowan Tilly, your turn. Uh, can you tell me uh, yes. Distance-wise, how far all these goblins are from each other? Oh, it's the boss and the remaining goblin. Uh, the the boss and the remaining goblin are about fifteen or twenty feet apart. All right, Tilly's so gonna try to tackle the uh, boss goblin to try to grapple it, so that hopefully any blows will be made better at it at this point. Since she's just uh, that w- all that'll really do is stop him from moving. That won't make <clears throat> um, hitting him any easier or impairing his attacks really. Tilly's really bad at following instructions or plans, so she's going to try to do it anyways. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. So, would you, would you want me to do, like, a... Uh, trying to grapple him is a strength yeah. athletics check. So Let's he will go. oppose you with his strength athletics. Okay. Uh, previous to that, she's going to try to um, uh, just fist punch him in the face because oh. she gets Tavern Brawler with a bonus action to grapple him. Okay. Sure. So, so she's unarmed attacking. Uh, <laughs> a 10, which is probably not. A 10 does not hit, no. So you'll have to use your second attack to try and smack him or just use your second attack to try and grapple him. I'm going to try to grapple him, but you said so strength right. plus athletics. Did you only roll a 10? Uh, I rolled a 2 plus 5. Plus right, ten, yeah. Yeah, that that does not hit him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she's going to use her second uh, attack to do her grapple. So you uh, just make a strength cool. athletics check. Uh, that's by a hit. twenty-nine. Damn. All right. Uh, you, you done rolled good, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got him. He is grappled. All right. She's literally just trying to be like, "You're not going anywhere." Like. Really uh, so you'll you'll uh, basically need to drop your hammer to grab a hold of him because you need a free hand to grab him. Sure. All right. Okay. Um, that was Tilly. There's one goblin remaining. Uh, the one goblin remaining will run over next to the boss and will strike at Rowan. <clears throat> nope. We hit Rowan. And oh. we will do four points, cut down to two. Two points of, uh, of damage to Rowan. Ooh. And you need to make a constitution saving throw to try and maintain your banishment. I forgot about that. Yeah. That caught. That almost landed my tea. Okay, I think it should be okay, 17. 
17, yeah, it was DC 10. You're good. All right. Uh, Hill Giant's still gone. The boss. The boss is grappled and not super happy about that. Um, he is... <sighs> Rowan's still there flying around doing some crazy bullshit. Uh, he is going to attempt to uh, smack <coughs> you with his shield, Tilly. Uh, 18 isn't going to do it. He's going to try and stab you with his spear twice. Ugh, man, my rolls tonight are kind of garbage. So uh, he just can't seem to get a good angle on you with you up in his face and grabbing him. Uh, Landis, your turn. <laughs> oh, I think you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to Eldritch Blast Eldritch? everybody. Okay, everyone uh, dies. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Uh, no, um, who, who looks, how, there's what, how many left? Uh, there is the boss and a little goblin. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot the boss. <clears throat> is this the right, right one? No, that's D12. Uh, ooh, that is a 19 plus 7. Uh, yeah, that hits. And I got a, ooh, only a, a 1 plus 4, so 5. Plus four, five. All right. And that's a seven plus seven, so fourteen. That misses. Ah! Dang it. Okay. I go. Ah! Right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, cloak, your turn. Uh, I am going to uh, charge at the. Uh, Goblin boss and use Pioneer Warrior. All right, he uh, lashes out uh, with the butt of his spear and knocks the remaining mm -hmm. goblin in your way. You attack the, the last remaining normal goblin. Was that goblin like twenty feet away? <laughs> no, he ran. Well, he ran up next to the boss. Uh. Okay. Uh. Well, that's a twenty-five to hit. So he totally takes... hits. Um, 15 damage. His head goes sailing, tumbling in a spray of dark black blood through the, uh, through the clearing and cloaks into the moss. And, and uh, I begin to make my second attack, uh, following through the goblin to the goblin boss. Nat 20. Yeah. Okay, get him. Twenty-two damage. Ouch. All right. He yowls in pain and his blood sizzles on your flaming sword. Okay. Um that was Cloak. Riodan, your turn. Uh alright, at this point. As you're kind of coming to your senses, Riodan, the goblin looks uh, looks at all of you and says, "Stop, stop!" in uh, in common trade tongue. He oh, kind of okay. holds up his hands and says, "Don't kill me, and you could have all the treasure we've gathered. I'll force the other giants to give it to you." Inside check. Exactly, are you going to do that? 
They follow my orders. They'll do what I tell them. Is everyone rolling in um, All right, so he, he says yeah. it, um, and it's Rio Dan's turn. Yeah, can I can I take an inside check on that, then? Yeah, okay. sure, absolutely. Yeah, 12. Um... 12? Uh, he seems um, pretty sincere that he does not want to be killed, and he's pretty well surrounded now. Okay, um... I'll, uh, I'll, like, circle around him with my move action to make sure he's, like, cut off um, mm-hmm. from behind. Uh, but I won't make... Oh, and I'll uh, lay on hands myself for some healing. Okay. Uh, and look threatening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let me play out. Done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tilly. Sorry, Rowan. Rowan first. So we've got one giant who's still banished. For a little while. And for a little, a little bit longer. And this guy who's mm-hmm. trying to s- tell us that he will call them off. Oh, inside checking. Uh, that's going to be an 18. Uh, yeah, uh, as as with Ryoden, uh, he seems to be pretty sincerely motivated to not be murdered here and is willing to give up his treasure hoard if that seems to be what y'all are motivated by. Drop your weapons. Call them off. He, uh, he looks over and uh, at all of the corpses and says... Not much left to call off until the hill giant comes back. I know it won't be gone for long. And if you think that's all of them, you're very mistaken. Oh, we know it's not all of them. <clears throat> you think that's fools. You want, you want the gold and more? You can have it. I'll give it to you. If you let me go. I'll take the giant when it reappears. Where's my, where's my bag? More bag. Uh, the imp must have been yours. Huh. Yeah, uh, he I was mine. Thank you. I myself am not so concerned with treasure, but rather the what? safety of my crew. Are there crews going up the river? It's not your river to just keep attacking people and taking their stuff off their boat. Take the treasure, take your crew, and go. Seems like a good deal to me, and I implicitly trust this gentleman. So uh, you're you're bleeding out. Stop. You want your bag back, gnome? You can it's have fine it. Deal to me. What is motivating you exactly to steal all this treasure? For what purpose? He he kind of like narrows his eyes and tilts his head. <laughs> is there someone else I should be talking to? And kind of looks over toward Cloak. Does this goblin have anything like. Hmm. Considering Uh-oh. he's the goblin boss, other than his uh, size, does he have anything on him that's like like better armor? Like uh, his weapon is most dress? assuredly. His, his weapon, uh, again, is the, the spear head of it is definitely made of adamantine. <clears throat> um, I'm going to use my uh, predatory charm on this guy. <laughs> Sure. Use it. Yeah, that gives you. Okay. Or just advantage or something like that. Yeah. I think it gives you advantage on charisma checks against him. 
Uh, yes. So uh, when he talks about who should I be talking to, he looks at Cloak and then sort of looks over toward Ryoden. And he says, you look like someone who's willing to deal. What do you say? Don't have a lot of time before that spell breaks, do we, witch? And he looks at like Rowan. Well, I mean, what do we have oh, to boy. lose? It'll go back and... Oh my god, while they're all talking, them. can I just Eldritch Blast him again? I hate this guy. You can do whatever you like. <laughs> I really one. would just like to murder him. Uh, 19 okay. plus 7. That'll hit. He called me a witch. I don't care anymore. At least right. 10, I mean, 10 damage. I call you much. 10 much. damage? Okay. Yeah. Uh, do I get to do two? Yeah. Oh, okay. 17 he, he plus 7. Like that hits. <laughs> nope. uh, eight. Eight. Okay. All right. Then he is going to strike at Rowan. First to smash you with his shield, uh, which will hit. Oh, great. Why is he just like me? I was going to hit him. Because you're keeping the hill giant away. Uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage, which cuts down to six. Okay. And make a constitution saving throw, DC 10. That is just a 10. Okay, that passes. And he's going to stab at you with his spear. Uh, That is a hit and a critical hit. (laughs) So the hits... Is going to be 15 damage, and this is magical, not reduced. Yet yeah, Rowan uh, collapses onto the ground. The second hit spears her through the chest, and you lose two automatic fails on death saves <gasps> as a critical hit. <sighs> then die, all of you! Scum, and there's a ominous <laughs> popping sound as the hill giant reappears. <laughs> and I believe oh that is where we're going to stop for this week. And we will pick it up next week after PAX Unplugged. Oh. <laughs> I am very mad at you, Landis. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh. I don't think just handing over their gold was a good enough reason Rowan for us needs to, to stay away from we the melee anyways. characters. Yeah. I mean, at least I can speak, Giant. I didn't get to attack, and I'm upset about this. <laughs> yeah. But great, I have a whole All week right. to worry about only having uh, one yeah. death failure before yep. she's gone. Yeah. Great. There we go. Well. Well, listen. In um, in Landis's defense, Cloak is the it. reason we got into this fight <laughs> in the beginning. So we wouldn't even be here if it weren't for him and that stupid flaming sword. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait! Whoa! We'll whoa! 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 whoa. No one knew on I was there. I, the flaming sword didn't come out until combat started. True. Yeah, they saw us. No! They like ran up and stopped and saw us. But we <laughs> didn't have not to engage. Yeah, I was definitely most of your fault. Have you met? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, guys, yes. I gotta run here pretty pretty tight. You guys it's, uh, keep it's charging into and an oncoming attack.
All right. Okay, this, right. this quick fire round, where can we find you online, Dan? I am uh, at Dan underscore Dylan underscore one on the Twitter. I am a game designer at D&D at the Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> Love playing D&D. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Good stuff. McLogan, <laughs> same question. Hey, I'm McLogan. You might find me in uh, such shows as Holy Fuck, Why Is No One Follow Plans? And uh, a super uh, awesome Where the Fuck's My Bag. Uh, I'm McLogan. You can find me at McLogan on Twitter. Uh, and I uh, had a fun time tonight. And okay, that's me. I'll see you back soon. Yeah. Yeah, All right, so and scull him off. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Scarlet Moth. You can find me on Twitter at that Scarlet Moth. I'm a cosplayer, artist, D&D lover. I'm helping run the D&D December uh, Twitter. So if you're participating in that in the prompts list for that, then just uh, we'll retweet it. Okay, I'm going to go scream for the rest of the week. Ah, <laughs> uh, buddy. Okay, not my fault. Edwin's fault, Chloe's fault, everyone's fault, but Landis, it's it's fine. Listen, hi, my name's Birdie, <laughs> aka the Birdie Saurus, and you can find me all over the internet under that name. And uh, this Thursday, I'll be on Off the Tables channel playing Monster Hearts 2, and that's all that's coming up right now, and I love you all, and bye-bye. Alrighty, and simply. Hey, my name is Simply Jackson, or Simply Jackson. You can find me at Ed Simply Jackson without the underscore. You can find it down below. I'll be a part of a new Humblewood campaign starting on Thursday. I will announce it going live Ooh. on Twitter, just letting you guys know. But hi, thanks for watching. This is really great. I hope I can tame this giant just like <coughs> I tamed that bear. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, as myself, uh, well, we just hit over a thousand followers here on the Cobra Press channel. Hooray! <laughs> Huzzah! And hooray! Uh, fantastic stuff. Thank you guys for following. If you haven't followed yet, hit the follow button. Join us. For the next episode is going to be same time, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Join us for more World Street Burn. Sundays, same time for The Last Air. We'll see you guys uh, on Sunday for the next time we're streaming here on the Cobra Press channel. But uh, follow at Cobra Press on Twitter to keep up with all of the goodness that's happening over there. Uh, and until next time, my friends, good night and good luck. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Ah!